0: what's up everyone it's your boy blaze x inferno and you are listening to episode 70 of the inferno gaming podcast we're recording this episode uh october 8th so happy spooky season y'all i mean if you've been watching the streams we've been we've been embracing it fully spooky season is in full effect I'm enjoying this weather. It's currently, you yeah, know I mean? Uh, hold on. Let me do the Rambo thing. It's currently 59 degrees out. It feels good. My house is cold as shit because I left the fan on in the living room so I'm fucking freezing. But it feels good, man. It feels good out here. And I hope you feel good too. Pause. Yeah, you know I mean it's um, the white
1: side of you that loves that cold shit, man. I don't like yeah, this.
0: Facts. And if you're new to the show, just know you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more links in the description. Check out our personal links down below. You know, check out um E nights uh Twitch, YouTube, all that stuff below, even though he's not on the show. I mean, make sure you check him out. And remember to rate us five stars on Apple Spotify. And make sure you like. The episode on YouTube, it really helps us out. We've been getting a lot of like listeners, like on Spotify and Apple lately. Y'all been listening to it on there more. It it it, it fluctuates. Y'all been fucking with it on YouTube. Now it seems like y'all over here on Spotify stuff. We appreciate it. We appreciate the love, everything like that. Y'all getting a double pack with this episode. All right. What I mean by double pack is episode seventy and seventy one. Are dropping within the same week. It might even drop on the same day. Um, because this episode isn't gonna come out on time, it's actually gonna come out like a week late. Because I'm I'm trying to test the algorithm out a little bit. So bear with me. I know y'all been waiting for this episode. Y'all see the title. This is the music edition of the podcast. Uh we, we don't do we this is like a real episode, music episode. Like this isn't an album retrospective, this is literally like we got 30 albums to talk about today, dog. I mean, y'all know I got my boy Warren with me. You know what I mean? What right. What's good with y'all? You know, he's here. We don't got a bird with us. It's and 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 I'll explain that like briefly, real quick. We beefing. That's why we beefing. We beefing. <laughs> Nah, man, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I'm about to go with it. Nah, <laughs> you have it's to just... make an executive decision right then and there.
1: Let's, I let's, roll with this <laughs>
0: let's just say it like this, man. Um, that boy is a is a busy man, dog. He's a busy man, dog. He's a family man, he's got a lot going on. So it's just one of those he, things he, where he's on the journey
1: to be the most qualified man in the world. This nigga do everything, okay. Fireman, dad, dad, fucking, like, military nigga, like, big brother, all that type of stuff. They can do it, does yeah, it all. Man.
0: So, it's one of those things where, for this episode in particular, um, we're going to do it with just me and Warren, but I know by the next time we do a music podcast like this, I'm going to make sure Bird is on it, because it's probably going to be towards the end of the year when we talk about, like, favorite albums and stuff like that. And, and Grammy stuff and whatnot, usually. Yes, sir. So... I mean, just just stay tuned for that, man. I mean, stay tuned for that. But this is gonna be a long episode, so I suggest you. I mean, if you're one of them people that bang out podcasts in one sitting, get you some snacks, um, get you get you something to to eat, something to drink. Um, maybe you know, dim the lights a little bit. Look out the window. Look at the yeah. Chill leaves with that, change. man. Niggas ain't, niggas
1: ain't mm. trying to like set the mood or listen to a music podcast.
0: You yeah, listen, set the mood because dog, we got thirty-one projects to talk about today. A lot of them we're gonna talk about briefly, but you know, we haven't done one of these since the drought. All right, since the <laughs> drought. <right? laughs> and, and, and just for reference, right, the the drought dropped. Uh, that was episode fifty-eight. So this is 12 episodes later, which is roughly like six months later, dog. Because I think that shit came out like April or something like that. Hold up, let me double check. That shit came out April 25th. So we almost six months in in, and we're fine. We got six months of albums to talk about basically. But the drought is officially over. I would say it's over. I think the drought is definitely yeah, over. Yeah,
1: listen, if Drake dropped, the drought is over, okay? We in, we in Q4 now.
0: Yeah, the, the the drought is over, dog. Like, so we are gonna start this shit off. We gonna we gonna get it popping. Let's let's crack our knuckles and dive in. Let's let's talk with an easy one first. Easy easy one, right? We are gonna talk about the industry plant herself, dog. Because you know, I think we've talked about it before in the podcast. We may have. Um, we we
1: have back when you know you with your our, our old co-hosts.
0: Yeah, we definitely we definitely uh talked about uh. Ice Spices um like EP, but it recently got a deluxe. Um that shit came out. Um, how we feeling about that, John man? Again, I,
1: I what's it, this is where um what's a deli came out on, right? Yes. I told you how I felt about that one before where it's like of all the songs that she's like released and everything like that. I mean, what's, everybody was fucked with Munch. I mean, that was damn near the fucking anthem of our, like, Nebraska trip, with much to, like, our annoyance. Uh, but I'll say that song in particular is like, okay, I actually like it because it actually deviates from the whole – you no, know, everybody who listens to this podcast should know by now, like, or is no stranger how I feel about New York drill. It's just – it's terrible. I was never the biggest fan of uh, Pop Smoke. Um, what's it, Fabio? I think he has a great lyrical ability, but if, when he drops into that bag, it's terrible. I just I just don't like the sound. Like UK drill freaking all this type of shit is terrible to me. So like yeah. when it comes to her in particular what I what I see a lot of is again just uh, her being placed down our throats for no apparent reason other than that oh yeah she's fine and like she raps but it's not like I don't, I don't hear anybody like, you know, saying her shit, to be quite honest. Okay. I mean, hearing that Barbie nah, thing here and there, right. but like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, no, nobody gives, nobody's really like saying like she's really all that as yeah. far as like ability and everything. Yeah. So, like, I need, I need, I still need a full length project to get an idea of like, okay, who is this artist and rather than just who is this figure that's just being put out there because and being popular just for popularity's sake.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to double back on that because, uh, Delhi I really didn't like that joint when it first came out, but it like grew on me. Like, see, like, I understand the hate for Ice Spice. I do. Like, when people hate on her, like, I get it. But I also think, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I think she has some genuine talent. And it's like, you, you, it's, I feel like it's kind of undeniable. Like, you know, she's not, she hasn't put out like a full length project. So, like, let us really gauge where she's at, like, how people are, like, really fucking with her. You know, I think she uh, she's got her little thing, like, uh, Nikki's got the Barb, She's got the munchkins or whatever. So, she's got, like, her little thing going for it as far as that, like, her little, you know, hive and shit like that. She got like, a hive? You yeah. She got a hive? Yeah. it's called, they're called the munchkins, dog. And they, 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 they ride, dog. They fucking ride, dog.
1: For Dave, what Dave, reason? Dave.
0: How you how you get a hive off of one song? That's wild. I think it's just I think a lot of Ice Spice's um what people like about her is her presence, dog. Like if you listen to a lot of like her interviews and stuff like that, she just kind of seems like a down-to-earth ass girl, dog. You know what I mean? Like she just and like I remember when she first came out, like when she came out with um like, damn, she in a mood and that music video came out and, like, people were, like, like looking at, like, her outfit in the video and stuff like that. It's, like, she's coming with a very unique style that I think, like, a lot of, like, women in a rap game just kind of got on. Like, she, like, kind of reminds me of, like a, Do- like, a ratchet version of Doja Cat. Yeah, I mean, like, she's, like, a ratchet version of Doja Cat in the sense of, like, the way she carries herself and stuff like that. Like, I think people like kind of cling to that. Like they like that about it. I like that about her too. Cause it's just, she just seems like she's like really down to earth. It doesn't seem like she's trying to be like the greatest ever or be like this, you know, like remembered in hip hop for all, all time. And like, she wants like all these views and stuff. It just seems like, she enjoys what she does. She makes music for the girls, and the girls shake their ass to it. So I mean, it's working. Yeah, I mean, I'll double
1: up. I'll double on that because we're kind of in a space right now where it's like we're—I don't want to say transitioning, but we're not necessarily fixated on the superstar raptress, and more along the lines of these girls are more relatable because these—this is shorter that you see down the block. Well, I mean, this—I don't think this is a coincidence that you have a rise of players of people like. Glorilla, Ice Spice, Sexy Red, Sukiana, all of them, because the the it's beyond just that the quality of their music is decent, but they're also mad relatable. So if that that speaks to not only like you know women, but also like even men who are uh, who associate themselves with women like you know the sexy reds and whatnot of the world.
0: Mm-hmm. And we gonna get we gonna get deeper into that. I'm glad you said that because again, I think like female hip hop is at this really good spot where like I think a lot of the, the women this year they they kind of carried dog a lot of these girls that like, they became like trendsetters or they they've kind of like set the mood for a lot of this shit especially the summertime like I think the summer like the girls ran the shit so it's like shout out to y'all because I, I think a lot of it is just like a lot of these women for better or worse and like I said we'll talk about that later are very raw. Like they're very raw with their music. Like almost like a little Kim Raw with like a little splash of like, you know, like Nikki to it. Like I wouldn't say like we're getting any like Lauren Hills. Like we kind of do it like rap oh, We're like we not getting any more Lauren Hills. Two days are over, but I think like <laughs> we're getting back to like women like just kind of being raw and living in their truth and the way that they move. And it's like because all right, kind of going off the beaten track, right, a little bit, but this is good conversation, right? Um, I think for a long time, like I, I'll I'll go ahead and say, it, dog, when Meg Thee Stallion first dropped, right, when she first came out with uh, really, I was like the biggest fan of her because I thought, like again, like just like the the title says, she was very raw, very real. I mm-hmm. actually knew of her before that project came out. When she came out with, like, Tina Snow and shit like that. When she did that, like, Texas, uh, Houston, Texas freestyle and shit. Like, I knew her, like, back then. Like, I've always known her style. So, I'm like, all right. Like, that's her. But, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the My Pussy Raps. Like, I'm, like, tired of it, dog. Like, the Cardi B uh 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 Megan the Stallion it's like just them two like it's just like my pussy my pussy my pussy my pussy my pussy like I'm like low-key like kind of like tired of it dog like they just dropped that song bongos and it's like the third bar or the second bar on the song is literally like this pussy it's like bro like I just I feel like I need more and like gorilla, gorilla she does it sexy red does like a little bit of both where she talks about her pussy, but it's like, it's also like kind of ratchet and raw. And like the sense of like a nigga could kind of fuck with the music though. Like, I can't relate to Cardi B talking about her pussy. Like I can't relate to it. Yeah. You know I mean, and it's not for me to relate to like, I. I but I, I get the sentiment a lot. Like on Twitter, when I see it, like a lot of women are kind of just like tired of like the, my pussy raps. Like, I, I think, like, we're getting to a point where it's, like, you, you always... T- like, the only person I think that could talk about they pussy right now and the shit'll be heat is, like, literally probably Sexy Red and Nicki Minaj. Like anybody else, I don't want to hear it, dog. I don't want to talk about your pussy, dog. I don't want to hear you talk about that shit. And it's, like, Megan Thee Stallion has made three fucking projects of her talking about her pussy, if you really think about it.
1: like this- Wait, 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 wait a Like...
0: Trauma scene was nothing was nothing like that. Dog, come on, man. Come on. But this shit was, the, the shit was ass, dog. The shit was ass. It was not
1: ass. It was not ass by any stretch of the imagination. It was a good album. I'll give All it that right.
0: much. Uh, my opinion, that that shit, that shit, that shit could have stayed in the lab, dog. That shit could have stayed in the lab. <laughs> but like, I'm just saying, like with a with an ice spice. Does she talk about her pussy? Of course. She talk about it all the time. Not only she does talk, she talk about it, she, she waves that shit. She touches that shit. She's all about it. Like it's business your face. She's always talking about, you know, the nigga giving her Mozzie. You know I mean, which is head and I guess in, in New York slang. You know I mean, so she's very raw. So she, she 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 does the same thing, but it's something about it where it's like, yo, I can fuck with it. I can respect it. But like uh with 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 yeah, you know I mean, I, I I like this project, dog. Like, I like um, I kind of like some of the songs that people don't like really like talk about, like Butterfly C- Coup. I like that song on there. Deli Zari, of course, I like Princess Diana. I don't really like the intro, so that's kind of got me like worried when she does do like a a full length album because like I won't lie, like the one thing Cardi was good at with her album Invasion of Privacy. That fucking intro was fire, dog. Like, the whole dreams and nightmares, John, like, I I was feeling that, dog. Like, I was feeling that. So it's like, I don't, I'm, I got, we gotta see, man. We gotta wait on Ice Spice, dog. I, I just
1: this. hope that she actually is surrounded by some decent, like, artist development and they're sitting on this and waiting until the right moment for her to kind of put something together before they put it out there.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see, like, who she like works with and taps in with like i'm excited to see like what these features going to look like if she does do it's like it's going to be full, a lot of... Like... it's
1: going to be very new york heavy i bet you i don't know i think she might you're going to see in. some Fabio. you're going to see some little tj you're going to see all that shit you're going to see some it's going to be very 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 like we're looking for new york natives
0: <laughs> yeah alright. yeah but i'm 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 waiting to see who else she tap in with dog like i said like when I see her, like, on her little, like, Grams and shit, she's literally, like, around a lot of different people. So it's just one of those things where it's, like, damn. Do you think shit. she has
1: the artistic versatility to kind of, like, be in a room with, say, like, a Juicy J or something like that? Or be, like, could, could switch from there to maybe, like, I'm not even going to go as far as, say, like, Jay-Z because if she gets a Jay-Z versus, like, the wildest thing. I um, can see
0: her, like, tapping in with, like, a Juicy J, I can see her fucking with like a like a Tyler, the creator. Like, I can't I, see that. I can see that, dog. I can see that. Cause she a little weird joint. So I think like that's her, that's her, that's her, like, she got that little vein with her. Like, does she like the bad bitches fuck with her, but the weird bitches fuck with her too. Like the alt black girls and all that shit, they fuck with her too. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think. Like yeah, I could see her tapping in with like Bia, maybe like you know like the Migos. Um, I could see her fucking with like the like um like the UK niggas because you know they kind of got like the similar sound. Um, I I can see her touching hands with a lot of people. We just got to see we got to see where the where the project goes, man. Um, we ain't gonna rate this one though because I think we've already talked about this album and we really just talking about the deluxe. We trying to get the conversation going get the ball rolling so we just gonna leave it at that we're gonna we're gonna step into one of the more controversial albums of the year all right at one point at one point of this year to me all right i don't know about warren i don't know about bird i don't know about any of y'all this was like the the out al- this album carried me all the way up until i want to say like gunna came out thug came out all that shit like this was the album that covered co- uh, like carried it and that's almost healed by little dirt dog all right yeah almost healed by little dirt is the like i don't know i the, the last album he came out with was the one with little baby so and and warren so, and bird wasn't really feeling that john it was fucking like 13 songs of the same song, dog. Yeah, but I, I really fucked with it. I ain't gonna lie, I like that whole project. So it's like, I was kind of looking forward to this joint, like I ain't gonna lie. Especially like, I heard this the, the single All My Life with J. Cole. I'm yeah. like, alright, he's kind of going in that direction, maybe, and I'm fucking with that. Like, you know what I mean? So, when the project finally dropped, I was hyped, dog. and I, it's crazy because I always associate this project with one of the longest drives I ever took in my life. I drove like 10 and a half hours, almost, I think it was like longer than that, really. But I know we we got on the road like five in the morning and I don't think we got down there to like maybe like almost four in the afternoon. I drove all the way to South Carolina, six, like 700 miles, 600 something miles, something like that, I don't know. Um, so I always associate th- that trip with this album because I-, I listened to it like the whole time down there to kind of let it like sit, you know what I mean? And um, for me, this is one of like the highlights of the year, dog. Like I think like I'm going to be talking about this joint come like the final podcast. It's definitely in my top five. Um, The project was dope. It got a lot of like unnecessary hate in the beginning, which I just I didn't understand because I feel like the the, the allegations of like, oh, every song sounds the same or the flow is the same, kind of went out the window because he did like a lot of different things with this album. Um, he's probably got the the best fucking intro of the year. All right. One of the best, I'll say, intros of the fucking year with uh Pellicoat. I fucking love that song. That's that's probably like top five songs of the year, dog. Like, I'm gonna say it. Like, I love that fucking song, dog. Like he's spitting his heart out. He letting you feel the pain. Yeah, you know I mean, but he letting you know, like you know he, I mean, he almost healed, dog. Yeah, all my life, of course. Um, put him on ice, big dog. Uh, never imagine with future straight heat. Love that song. Um, before Fodger, um, War, uh, war about it I kind of like that joint Grandson Same side 300 euros. B12 The joint with juice People like that joint Um Belt to ass I fuck with that Stand by me With Morgan Weiland, the, the 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 alleged racist bull Like I ain't gonna lie I didn't like it at first But I fuck with it now like, I ain't gonna lie, album's solid. It's a solid seven to me, dog. I'm gonna leave it at that. It's a solid seven. And what you're gonna see as we get further into the podcast, there's not gonna be a lot of projects to get close to that, dog. I'm not, there's gonna be like three or four projects to get above, uh, either on that or above that. But a lot of the shit we about to talk about is like either mid or it's. Below that. And I say that to say this like this is probably one of like my favorite projects of the year, dog. I know Warren about the shit on it. You know, I'm not he... going
1: shit on it, but one thing I was gonna ask was I thought you said like, you know, this was a fairly decent year, but to me, it's like this was a pretty mid year, especially considering that we had to wait a long time before any quality had dropped. When it comes to this album in particular, I I only of the I I just looking back at the track list, I'm like, damn, it really was 21 songs. 57 minute long album so it's like a full featured album but i only saved like maybe like four songs from it mm-hmm. i really wasn't really wasn't fucking with the all my life record but mostly because like you know I, i uh you know how i feel about kids and shit so it's like i don't really give a, sh- a shit about that um yeah. the, uh but what's it big dog war about it grandson b12 that's about it that's about it it's like you I, I, I told, nope like that's i told crazy. you I was crazy you know, I told you about how I feel about Dirk and like you know his style of music and everything, but that's also like that could be said the same about like Young Boy and like uh, Kevin Gates and like other artists who just like they kind of go back and forth between being like this hard rapper to being like a sensitive thug here and there and singing and shit. Like, like I, mm-hmm. I don't be feeling it. Yeah, I don't be feeling, feeling it, that
0: though. shit needed But I, I do get the I do get the sentiments behind the album. Like I understand the what he was trying to accomplish with this.
1: Nigga, he sounded the same like any other album. So I'm, I'm like, where's the concept of it being almost healed, but you still talking about the same shit?
0: I think it's like more of like a like a deeper thing than that. It's like it's more of like a like it's more of like a here and now thing. Because like for y'all that don't know, Dirk has been out for a grip, dawg. Like Dirk got 10 plus years in the game, dawg. Like easily. Easily 10 10 plus years. And it's like, Dirk is to me a lot like a lot of Chicago niggas have went through a lot of like trials and tribulations within their career where it's like they were hot back then, like 2012, 2013, 14. And then 15, I think like a lot of them kind of like fell off or dissipated. And like, because like Chicago like changed. I don't know if like a lot of y'all know, but like Chicago like music kind of changed that at one point where like the drill shit wasn't like the same anymore so it's like a lot of a lot of them like kind of had to like adapt or move on or you know mimic their peers or do something different i will say that like yeah like i remember back when like the drill
1: scene kind of like took off we were just kind of given we were exposed to like a whole lot of artists like the little bibbies the uh, Lil Reese, Dirk, G-Herbo.
2: Her- yeah.
1: like all the niggas was, came out like at, at like, one time. Yeah, they just kind of blew up, but then like as kind of things de- like change and develop, it, it shrunk to like you know the core ki- groupy group of people who are kind of carrying Chicago and what it is. Like you can say Dirk, and even though Keith is not dropping as much, even though like when the, like Almighty Sub was supposed to drop. This year earlier on, but like we ain't never gonna. Yeah, get Yeah, we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we
0: ain't never getting that We ain't never getting that But no, I'm sad, dog. I don't really want that job.
1: But uh, what's it? Lil Bibby, I think he became like an executive, if I'm not mistaken. Like he's like, yeah, I he's was a s-
0: producer. He produced for Juice yeah, World, like yeah, business. yeah. So that, yeah. that was his artist, yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: like like so he's still successful in that right and everything. I like just not being the front artist, which again, I'm I'm happy that, like, you know, they found a a lane that, like, you know, works for them and everything like that, especially considering where they're coming from and how, you know, all that shit and everything like that transpires and everything, Rest in peace, King Von. Um, Yeah,
0: and I think, like, a lot of them, too, have, like, kind of stayed true to themselves, like, G. Herbo, like, when I went to the Future concert, like, G. Herbo was there, he was one of the, the headliners, and, like, Philly was really fucking with G Herbo, dog. Like, really fucking with that bull. And it's like, if you really think about it, like, he's not, like, an A-list artist or even, like, a, like in my opinion, like, a B-list artist. But it's like, it just goes to show you, like, a lot of them just kind of capitalize the lane that they're in, and they still have a lot of success. Just they have a core. They them, have a core. Yeah, Just, just because you don't see them on the Billboard Top 10 or Top 20 doesn't mean like they they not successful like a lot of these a lot of these chicago rappers dog like they they get it popping dog like vic mensa he's a chicago nigga don't really like him but he has a core like he has Mm -hmm. a fan base and i feel like dirk has always been one of them artists that's been like on that on the outline and i think maybe like five six years ago he kind of created his core audience because Mm -hmm. that's when i started hearing people say like yo like Dirk's one of my favorite artists. I'm like, damn, Dirk. The nigga that did the the like me with Jeremiah song back in like 2004. Like, you still fuck with that nigga? And yeah. then like, I think like 2019, he had like a like an album like just cause y'all waited or something like that. And it was like, I was like, all right, like I see why y'all fuck with this boy. And then I think him and Baby like really ran the pandemic. Like that pandemic era. Like he was really doing his thing like t- 2021 2022 like he was really doing his thing so it's like i think what almost healed it's like one of those things where it's like you've you like he finally got out the trenches nigga like and it's like now it's like he should, it's like you 10 see, plus years to get out the trenches nigga yeah, yeah you see this nigga like at the all-white parties with diddy and shit and you know he had the um the the the, the Rock Nation brunch and shit like that. Like, nigga finally made it, dog but he just like a nigga from the, sh- the, the hood, man. So it's like, you know, one thing I'll say about this album, is like, I I really like what he put into it, dog Like, the rawness is there. Like, I feel like, damn, I'm really in the trenches with this shit. You know when has like, it I never know. been
1: that? It's a consistent sound for for Dirk. I'll give him that. So yeah. But at the same time, like, when I hear an album titled Almost Heal, I expect at A modicum of some growth and diversification in the content but it seems like and listen if this is your lane and then people and if it ain't broke don't fix it by all means it's just that i expected something different from you know an album titled almost healed
0: you know I think I think me too, because like the first three songs like set the mood, like, all right, man, my man about to be on like some positive shit. And it's like right after that, he talking about niggas getting their head blown off and all types <laughs> of shit. It's just like, damn, like that took a left turn, but it's like I, I, I feel it. I feel it. It's weird, but I feel it, though. So, like I said, the seven stays. I had to think about this one real hard. Um, what you give it?
1: probably give it a 6.5 all oh, right uh, uh, like not
0: said, among like,
1: my not among my favorites and again it's not something that I, I go back to like what's it we talked about this in the previous music podcast but like the the great escape by um your man larry june i still go back to that to this day so yeah I mean me like too. Me anything too. that came out this year that i go back to is going to get highly rated but if it's like it came I listened to it then, but have generally no. I saved my songs, but generally no reason to like go back to it unless it's on shuffle. Then, like, yeah, I'm not gonna you know give it any sort of like favorable review or you yeah. know sing its praise or anything like that.
0: Nah, I get it. I get it. All right, let's talk. Let's shit on this next album, and we're not gonna shit on it because I, I feel like it came out the same day as Dirt album, is Kodak Black's Pistols and Pearls album. All right, uh- this was like. I think a lot of throw like from what I heard, it was a bunch of throwaways from the album before that, which was the 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 um the cutthroat uh, bill. Nah, something shit. came out. Something came out after that. Yeah, yeah, hell Hold yeah! On. Cutthroat bills a fucking. Oh yeah, uh, back for everything. Because a cut, yeah, cutthroat bill is like a. I I think that's like a mixtape or something for like his label or some shit. That's more like I like that shit though. on Fire, but back back for everything was like his last like real big studio project, and I like that album. That John was nice, but this Pistols and Pearls, John, this Pistols and Pearls, John, it's garbage, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. Dog, it's 21 (laughs) songs, way too fucking long. It's an hour and seven minutes. Way too fucking long, dog. Way too much Kodak Black. Uh, the shoutout. Way too much Kodak Black. <laughs> I, I like dirt. I like Dirt McGirt. I love that fucking song. Yes, yes, like, yes. That's, yes, just that's fire. like shit. And, and that's that was just the one, fire. I'm not gonna lie. That was the song that made me be like, yo, this nigga ESTG kind of. It's kind of hard, dog. <laughs> Yo, yeah. that nigga had me thinking. Oh, we promoting crackheads, though, because that nigga, that nigga said something about smoking meth, and I was like, "What? Like, what is we doing out here?" dog? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we gonna get this joint like a like a nice little like like two out of uh, ten. Yeah. I'll give it a three, because
1: Dirk Major carried. And I, I think I, oh, I have a, uh, what's it, another, oh, Flirting With Death was my other joint, too. Got that yeah. Spanish-speaking nigga on that joint, too. It was, it was, it was, it was like, yeah. two songs I saved from there, Dirk Majurk still in my shit. That shit is, like, yeah. baseball. I'm on that
0: shit. That joint, crazy, dog. Mm-hmm. That song, that, when I heard that joint, I was like, what? The I, production of that is crazy, man. Like, I, mean, I gotta find out who produced that. Yeah, I forget, I forget how I got put on it, but I think it, like, it was on, like, a playlist or something. I heard that joint. I was like, damn, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, that joint. Even the other nigga that's on that song went hard, yeah. too. They I slid. Mean, All of them slid on that joint. It was gliding was, on that mug. He sound like some type of Detroit nigga, little Crick. Shout out little cricks, man. Shout out that nigga. But, yeah, two two out of ten for me, man. We're going we're gonna to slide to the next joint. I'm not going to have a lot to talk about with this joint because we're going to get to that. Hard to Love by Bag yo, man. All right. ah, Are you bringing back shit that I forgot it came out, but I, I did listen to this, yeah. Yeah, Hard to Love by m- my boy, Moneybag, yo. So, Moneybag is an artist that I don't hate. I, I don't particularly like him. I feel like he sounds like every other nigga that's coming out and yeah, from Memphis, yeah. like from Memphis. So, it's just like I don't know. I did like the last John, the Gangsta's Pain. I like that. But this John, man, I, I don't know, dog. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you,
1: you want me to summarize this album in one sentence? Go ahead. <laughs> I said I gave up drinking walk, but I lied.
2: You think it throughout the
1: entire album. Like, you remember uh, what's it, Gangsta's Pain? He was talking about, yo, man, I'm Wakisha and everything. He gave up drinking lean and all that kind of stuff and this album is pretty much yeah yeah you know i said that but you know i lied (laughs) so i'm back on that shit
0: (laughs) like i like um i like the i like the i like the first four songs like once we get the ocean spray, i just like i don't like this i do like um show liz i like that song but other than that I'm I'm cool off this John man like it's not bad though but I give it like a I'm not going to spend too much time on it I give it a 5 and I say it, like it's like a it's like a average album from an average yeah, good yeah. rapper like it's 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 not bad it's I wouldn't say good.
1: he's an average rapper money will go at times it's just that like these past like this album in particular just was not it
0: But like I I think he was playing around with the production a lot, and that's the one thing that I liked was the production was (laughs) was very good on this album. Like had had a lot of these beats been given to like a like a gunner or like a Dirk or a baby, I think it would have been a totally different thing. But like him, it's like he 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 be kind of lazy sometimes, dog. And his voice kind of put me to sleep. But the nigga hard. Like, I'm not going to say, like, the bull don't be rapping. Like, he goes. he go- like You say he goes. But, like, I just, I feel like with a lot of these albums, like, that we're going to talk about, there was another album that did it better. So I was like, I'm going to just go back to that. You know what I mean? And that's what this joint was. It's like, this shit's fire but like uh dirt did the same thing and his shit was like better in my opinion. I don't know. You know what I mean, your favorite rapper is your favorite rapper. Your artist that you like is your artist that you like. You know I mean, I like Money Bad, yo. I I love Gangsta's Pain. I thought that joint was it, it, it I slept on it, but it like it was pretty decent. You know what I mean? But uh this ain't it. You know what I mean? This ain't it. This is, for me at least. You know I mean, uh what about you man. What you thinking? I'd I'm over, i would probably give it the
1: same. I'm I'm probably give it the same. Go five. I'm literally just peeping. When did Gangsta Art Two come out?
0: Uh 2022. I want to say no.
1: The no, Gangsta Art like one came out in 2022. There's a new one, Gangsta Art Two.
0: That oh, came yeah, out. that came like, out last week. Damn, I ain't peeped. Yeah, the twenty the 29th, I believe, right before Drake. All this shit came out.
1: Damn, I well, I'll peep eventually because like I love me with like a CMG compilation. All like I that.
0: heard was the 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 Uchi sample song B- B- Glorilla and 504, EO4 and I was just like I don't know. I like, <laughs> I, don't, I like it. I like it, but I don't like it for Glorilla. I thought like she was just kind of that ain't her type of music. She should have stayed. That's a Five five-year-old foreign ad song. Because when Favio got on that joint, I'm like, I, all right, this is New York. I, I, tell, I
1: tell you, every single time Five Favio collaborates with somebody, we all got to go to his world. It's yeah. never. It, it's the only time I ever seen him step out of that was with Nas.
0: And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of, yay, yeah, man. I mean, still got one of the hardest verses of the, of the 2020s, dog. That shit crazy, man. That shit crazy. All right, we gonna skip over this album because I want Warren to go in with this next one. I want to, I want to chill for a second. I want to stop talking because I keep hearing about this fucking album by this man, and I listened to it. I finally got around and listened to it, y'all. All right, it's called Michael by Killer Mike. If you don't know Killer album Mike, album of the was- year, album of the fucking year. All right, if you, if you don't know Killer Mike is he an old head? Um, if you don't know what Killer Mike is, turn this fucking
1: podcast off. You shouldn't even listen to this. you a little if too old.
0: He's an Atlanta legend. He's an Atlanta, literally an Atlanta legend. So I was surprised uh, to see that this man is dropping an album in 2023. And I didn't really hear a lot of people talk about it. I heard like um, like Needle Drop talked about it, like a couple other people talked about it. But Warren would not fucking stop. So I'm going to let him go in, I'm going to let him do his thing. Go ahead. Tell us why you think this is album of the year going, dog.
1: From the, from track one uh, and all the way through, you can hear in the production. That shit just sounds expensive. Like he put in all the money to make like not just like features, but for it to sound so pristine. Every every yeah. track is a banger. Every and, track is nice. Uh, every chunk is well put together, okay? It's just good. I, I I can't describe the different kinds of emotions that you kind of get when you're, like, just going through. It's just so... It's soulful. It's like... Even the Deluxe that came out, too, and got the John with, um... What's it? What's it? Young Nudio, is it? Yep. Uh, act up on that joint. Oh, it's just... It's all... All from top to bottom. Well put together, okay? This is a quality project. You don't see anybody, at least this year, put the same level of effort cause into... Each individual track on the song like, like this one was name another album that had the, sa- the same kind of like like we talked about like you know the Moneybag Yo the, the Lil Dirk album where they just kind of like there are 20 some long projects that are just kind of loaded up with songs that they probably like few throwaways but like let's just throw them onto the album because just to give it some like bulk every single song on this, on this Michael album is quality every single last one of them I saved about, it's a total of, let me see how many songs total, total of 14 songs, I saved about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9 out of 14 songs, plus the two more if you want to count the deluxe, it is an incredible album. It, listen, yeah, it has Andre three thousand on the album, so would, it, it's you can't go wrong if you have an Andre three thousand feature on there. Okay, he got Future featured on this album, Currency featured on this album. The, this shit is crazy. Feel on yeah, the intro, yeah, it is
0: crazy. Yeah, I will say, man, the the, the features, though, I I enjoyed the features. Like, um, uh, just real quick, like,
1: table about Enrich- uh, something for junkies. That shit crazy. The beat changing everything was crazy.
0: I think Enrich. Is like my favorite. That's like my favorite song, dog. I fuck like when that joint came on, I was like, yeah, this joint crazy. And it's like the the features I enjoyed, dog. Like getting Andre three thousand and Future on a song together was like, whoa. Even though they both Dungeon Family, if you didn't know, they both. I mean, they used to both fuck with each other. It was just like, wow. Like you got these two different. It, it just it's it's very enjoyable, dog. I will say that much. I ain't gonna say it's like album of the year. Nothing. The reason I'm
1: why you man. won't. Okay, this is where we're gonna fucking argue. Everything that you need to have some shit that you turn up to for you to consider it like roughly in the conversation for album. Yeah, of the year.
0: yeah. I did, like- I did enjoy this, John. I did enjoy this, John. So I'm. A, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now. It's like a. It's like a seven to me, dog. You're to looking me, at it from a you're looking at it from a place of personal preference, where I'm yeah, kind yeah, yeah, of considering it as course. like
1: the, I'm uh, looking the at work it of in, art, the work of yeah, art itself,
0: just yeah. and quality, just
1: quality altogether. Like, sure, like the overall spectrum of like music that I like to listen to. This may not be above it, but like it's still it was still an enjoyable listen, and like to give it credit for how well it was put together and how much I enjoyed the listening part of part of it. I'm like, yeah. It was not one dimensional. It was just, it was, he gave you everything. And on top of that, the rapping ability amongst all these pristine beats
0: were just, it's just incredible to put together. Yeah. It's like from an artist talk, like John. That nigga, that nigga, <laughs> that nigga slid on that John. The J.I.D. John, I really like that shit. Anytime you put Dave Chappelle on an intro on a song, you, you already
1: got me. You won. You won. And sure enough, it's just, it's all good. All good. And on top yeah. of that, from an artist like again, I overlooked this album because it's like a killer mic. I don't see myself listening to him. He was really much into the.
0: I was never really into the whole Run the Jewels thing yeah, either. I was never a Run the Jewels fan, so it's like when you was like telling me about this joint, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm cool, man. I'm cool, but I, like the deluxe came out, and that's when I finally listened to when the deluxe came out, y'all. So don't 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 kill me, but like I said, like this year has been very. The, the vibe for me has been very turn up, like turn up, turn up, turn up. Like I I like the energy we've been getting with all this trap, this turn up party, shake your ass, you know what I mean, shoot this nigga, you know what I mean, rob this nigga music. I've been enjoying that. You know what how many of those kinds that? of
1: how many how many of those albums usually get like best rap album in like eight, at a Grammy or something like that?
0: No, you're right. I think this joint definitely deserve a Grammy. Will it get it? I think what's it depends on who it's like when you get
1: to like certain like nominations and whatnot, it'll become like it becomes name recognition. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like For All the Dogs got a fucking like gr uh, that won the Grammy on this and it's like uh, is it a better album than this though? You know, I, I wouldn't been, say so.
0: Drake been pulling his um his his Grammy noms like cup like for a while now. Like so I yeah, the last album he pull, he pulled that shit off on some J. Cole shit. So but it wasn't good enough
1: to be even considered to
0: begin with. So, I mean, like, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like I said, dog, like, this is like a diamond in a rough for this year. Like, no lie, dog. Like, this is like one of the albums that, like, you really got to be in a certain mindset and you got to be able to, like, another album we're going to talk about that I didn't, I'm not going to say I enjoyed it. But I appreciated the art, and that's the one thing I will say with this album. Like, I like the whole. You know, how I'm a sucker for like gospel shit. So, yeah, like the choirs and shit going on. So, like, all right, he kind of got me with the yeah. Don't you like I was I was fucking with that shit. So, like, um, I I I, I don't. I have nothing bad to say about this, John. Real real shit. I got nothing bad to say. I think it's a solid project. Um. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and give it like a 7.5. I'm gonna give it that little edge. 7.5, and it's gonna stay like that for me. Cause looking at the track list right now, like I said, I'd like the first, like I wanna say like the intro that I, I fucked with it, but I ain't fucked with it as hard as you. But Ooh, like shed heavy. shed tears with Mozzie, I was like, this nigga got Mozzie on the fucking joke. I was like, all right, I like that. Then the young thug John was heat. And like I said, the, the black song was my favorite song on the joint. And um summer shit, I, that's when it started to get like tiring for me. And then, you know, scientists and engineers picked it back up. But I think like from track eight all the way down to like um um motherlish. I did like motherless. I wasn't you didn't fucking like, with it. You didn't
1: like something for joints with Fable? Didn't,
0: yeah, I didn't like it. Didn't like I loved it. That one, John. Yeah, but I I love the um Maynard Vinette. I think that's how you say it. That that shit's fucking heat with Ti Shout. Duh. And it's like. One thing I do like is, like, my man was putting on for his city, dog. Like, he was, like, yep. just grabbing all ATL news. It's, like, it's Atlanta get, fuck, man. Get on this joint. And it's, like, you got to appreciate that shit, dog. You getting the new legends with the old legends. It's, like, you got to appreciate it, dog. Like I said, like, I I got nothing bad to say about this joint. I will say, like I, like, I may have not been in the right place to listen to it, but I did get through it, and I did enjoy it. And I got nothing bad to say about it. I mean, what what do you what do you rate it on a scale of one to ten? Nine. It's a wow. nine. What, it's a what, takes nine. Off a, what takes off a point for you?
1: Um, there were a few songs that I didn't say I wouldn't fuck with. I mean, like you were saying, like the whole um track eight downward and whatnot. I'm trying to think, was the track? Yeah. Two days with title like, I, I, I remember listening to this album and I was going through it, and then I got the slumber thinking to myself, like, okay, this is where it's going to slow down. And actually, once I got, like, halfway through the song, I was like, oh, wait, I really do enjoy this song. Maybe it was, like, Two Days, Exit 9, and Motherless were probably the songs that were, like, all right. Uh, and once we kind of got to, like, closer to, like, the end, it kind of slowed down for me. But, like, yeah. the overwhelming majority of this album is just, it's hard-hitting quality, all right? I can't like it's just it slaps. It's all good. It's all good. I'm
2: it's gonna not saying like, oh, my
1: fault. I'm not I'm not gonna say like what's it Yeah, like when when you listen to it, allow it to like it keep, but at the same time you're gonna get it from like track one. So it's like it's not a matter of like allowing it to grow on you, but just like you will listen to it and be surprised at how how well it's put together. Again, yeah, it sounds ex- yeah. it
0: sounds expensive. It
2: Definitely sounds expensively the, made. Yeah
0: definitely put together well. I will say this, right? And this is going forward for a lot of these albums too. um, The original album, the OG that dropped back in June was 54 minutes long. The deluxe is an hour eight minutes. So I just want to let y'all know that, man. Like a lot of these albums, like I'm not saying don't make it 40 minutes because I think 50 minutes is like the good good run time for these albums. But like... Mm -hmm. When you, when you, the, I think that's the vein a lot of these artists need to stay around. Like some of these albums are starting to get like a little too long. And it's like you're not giving me enough substance to be 21 songs long. Like we're gonna talk about later on in the podcast. Like a lot of these albums, it's like <laughs> it's like it just seems like you're just throwing shit at the wall, hope, hoping that TikTok or somebody else just. It just it sticks, though, and yeah, it's like yeah. we're gonna talk about that too. Like we're you know, in a sad, sad era. Yeah, <laughs> we're like this is like, and and just to get this out of the way too, moving forward, this is the lowest like hip hop has ever been. Like for real, for real, because yeah. like we yeah. didn't chart until paint the town red with Doja Cat like two weeks ago with with, with a number one. This is the first year, and like, I think like. I don't know how long that there hasn't been a number one hip-hop song. And it took until Doja Cat came out with, like, the most TikTok-ass song. Like, I can't stand that song, dog. I I can't... I don't think it's a bad song. We gonna get to that. We definitely gonna get to that. I don't think it's a bad song, but it's like... We're in an era where it's like I said, you're just throwing shit at a wall to see if it sticks, to see if TikTok fuck with it, to see if, like... The airwaves mm-hmm. are going to... Because radio's dead. Let's just be honest with you. Yeah. Streaming, yeah. streaming is like the full run. So it's like, with streaming being so fast food, this album is actually like one of those joints where you appreciate it. Because it's like, like Warren said, it's like a work of art. Sounds expensive. Production think, yeah. was... with The value in the production alone is to be appreciated. Like, this ain't for TikTok. This ain't for... Yeah, I mean, this is for the the real hip-hop niggas, though. I'm just going to put it like that. So, like I said, we about to, we about to really grind up a lot of these... I, I'm about to start grinding up a lot of these albums because, like I said, we're in this era where it's just like, again, if TikTok ain't fucking with it, if it's not able to be devoured and spit back out within a week and all that shit, then it's just... But like I feel like a lot of these albums don't get the time to grow anymore. Like Can, we, can have- we talk about something real quick? Can we talk about something real quick?
2: Because
0: I'm
1: glad you I'm glad you brought up the whole, you know, uh the music these days being made for like a TikTok era and all that kind of stuff. Can we talk about how lazily much of these artists that we hear, especially on these TikTok songs, when I when it comes to sampling?
0: Listen, that that shit is
1: frustrating.
2: That, it is listen.
0: frustrating as here. Listen, we're gonna talk about that. We're go- we're li- literally gonna talk about that very soon, dog. Very soon. Like I said, like th- this, we're in a a very sad era of hip hop, but it's also like a very interesting era because we could go anywhere again. Like this is like this feels like like two thousand eight again, two thousand nine, where it's just like. We can either go the, the dance route, the pop route, this that. Oh this. right, you know what I mean, right, <laughs> right Like damn. she can go anywhere right now. Remember dog? when every song used to be a fucking dance? That was yeah, wild. Dog. That was a wild. time how to jerk. Like I feel like we're like at that point again, where it's like, but it's like TikTok has literally just ruined music. And like maybe we'll talk about that on like a different podcast because we got a lot to talk about. And you're gonna see a lot of albums suffer from that. We gonna we gonna get to that. I mean, but let's move on to one of my favorites of the year, dog. Let's 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 get into it, dog. And that's gonna be an album I did not think was gonna come out this year, and it's called "A Gift and a Curse" by Gunner, dog. Now, if you don't know who Gunner is, Gunner was recently incarcerated. He got caught up in the YSL Rico, um, and he took a plea deal. You know what I mean? He got out. And niggas called him a rat, and now it's like a complete one eighty. People on his dick again. Um, He went and sold out the Barclay. He went and sold <laughs> out, out the Barclay. Out flaps, dog. Listen, dog. I'm I'm <laughs> trying to tell you. Like, all right, let me let me let me let me get let me get it. This is one of my favorite out, if not my top three of the year. This this, this the this the one, dog. This the yeah. when this joint dropped, I didn't even know it dropped. Like I'm just chilling at work. I go. It was a surprise breath. drop. It was a surprise yeah. drop. Yeah. So I see this shit. I'm like, damn, gunna to going to bowl this shit. So I peeped the the track list I'm like, he ain't got no features. I'm like, this joint about to be strange, right? Track one. Back at it. I was like, oh my god, yo. I'm like, oh he talking that shit? Like we about to, it, though. We really going to dissect this album because there's. There's listen. <laughs> just like he said. Listen, just like he said, there is literally a gift and a curse with this album, dog. And I ain't even trying to be corny. There's like a gift and a curse to this album, dog. Like, um, this shit starts off incredibly strong, dog. Back at it, back to the moon. Top five songs of the year, dog. I fucking love back to the moon, dog. That nigga was rapping. Like there were bills to be paid, yes. dog. Like yes. there was bills yes. to be paid. This nigga was rapping for his life. all right? I was like, <laughs> yo. I was like, yo, dog. He is rapping like he. And it's like I remember explaining it to Warren when when I, I I shared the album in our little group chat. I was like, the album's weird because. What we've all I've always loved about Gunna is the production. Like DS4 production was crazy. He don't got none of them niggas no more. He don't got Wheezy. Nope. He of them, got all of nobody. Stuff, nobody. And it's like he still turned up off of like YouTube beats, dog. These are like YouTube beats, dog. Yeah. Like, if you really think about it, these uh, are YouTube beats. W- but the-
1: <laughs> yo, yo. Like, this back man
0: had to the like. Moon down. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, I got to run this back. Then I don't know no more came on. I was like, all right, this is cool. But like, uh, then Payback came out and then they was talking that shit. He's like, yo. I was like, yo, this man talking that shit. He's what he said. He said, it's going to feel like his payback haters let us say that. I was like, all right. And they diss baby and, you know I mean, this Dirk and all them. And I was like, yo, talk your shit. Because I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas be trying like the boy soft. He said that in the first song. Like, I ain't playing around. You know what I mean? Like, he ain't come to play the fuck around, dog. Cash shit. Cash shit is like the most gunner sounding song on the album. I really don't fuck with it like that. And then y'all know, y'all know what I'm about to do. What's I'm, what's fuck you mean? Comes on, you knew, <laughs> you knew. And it was like, dog, no. this nigga nigga out that here. J- that, that joint John came on. And I was like, oh, this nigga all the, on one. This Now listen, just, listen. <laughs> listen. Might be that year. What the fuck is this nigga on? <laughs> now listen, right? <laughs> I listened to the album in order. <laughs> so when fuck you mean ended. And Rodeo Drive came on. That transition was so fucking clean, dog. I was like, "Yo, who is behind this magic, dog? Who is behind this shit? Who who is behind this shit, dog?" When I heard that Rodeo Kings, Rodeo's my favorite song in the album. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Rodeo, Back to the Moon, and then Rodeo. I'ma say Back to the Moon being my favorite, but that transition, like, I can't listen to. Rodeo without listening to fuck you mean first because that transition is so fucking clean dog and we're right back on Rodeo it's like damn dog like you ain't even give the beat a second to, to like pick up dog the nigga already spit like he got bills to pay like he got niggas to bail out like he got like dog is eating off this joint and I know he is I know he is dog you know what I mean and it's like the rest of the album I won't lie like Bottom is okay. P. I Angels, bottom, I, really, I, I really like P. Angels. Bottom is good, but P. Angels is really good. Born Rich is all right. Go Crazy is cool. Bread and Butter was the single, and I fucked with it. I fucked with it. I mm-hmm. still fuck with it. Turn Your Back is like a cool little chill joint. It's like, you know I mean? If I was like a weed-smoking nigga, I'd play that joint, man. You know what I mean? I was just thinking it's good. And then All Right is a really good motherfucking... I ain't gonna lie. I lied when I, the first time I heard all right, dog. I ain't gonna lie. I cried, dog. I fucking I heard that little, it's a, it's like a breath of fresh air. I'm like, oh my god, dog. Like this, what is this shit? I'm gonna just tell y'all right now, this this album is a it's 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 a nine, dog. Dude, it's fucking it's, good. It's, it's, it's a nine. It's I'm fucking it good. A nine. It's I'm giving it a nine, dog. This joint, this john carried the summer for me easily, dog. And I'm not even like a Gunna fan. Like I didn't even really start fucking with Gunna till like DS4 came out. You know what I mean? So it's just like this shit was heat, dog. I was, I was, I was thoroughly surprised the production, the shit sounds good in headphones, shit sounds good in your car. And it's just like, like I said, my man rapping, like he got bills to fucking. Pay dog, and you you just love to see it from like these younger niggas that like people just be like, oh, he just be mumbling. But like real quick before I let Warren get into it, the gift and the curse with this joint is we ain't gonna sell it. We ain't gonna sell it a different way. Gunner, like at the end of the day, he trying to like like with the song turn turn your back on me and shit. Like dog, like you broke a street code. You rock with street niggas. You know street niggas is feeble minded. They, they gotta they think one, they think one fucking way, dog. You should have knew niggas were gonna turn their back on you, but it's like, yeah, you know I mean, gunner ain't never gonna listen to this album. Keep doing other this podcast, keep doing what you're doing, fuck them niggas, because he's every nigga that's doubted him, every nigga had that went went against him, dog. He, he, dog what is Dirk's album to this John? That's why I had to give him a nine and give Dirk a seven. Like, you know what I mean? And and baby, like, come on, baby, like. He can't even talk, dog. Like, dog. Like I said, solid album, solid production. Even if it sounds like it's from fucking YouTube, um, I hope you street niggas learn that. Like, to 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 us n- regular niggas, civilian civilian niggas. niggas. You know what I mean? None of that shit means nothing, dog. Like, if the project good, the project good. Yeah, you know I mean, you over here trying to stick them like weird morals and shit. Yeah, I mean, and this nigga out here getting a bag and selling out the Barkley. like it's it's crazy, dog. Keep winning, Gunner, dog. I appreciate this album, dog. I appreciate it. I pre- I really appreciate one of my favorites of the year, hands down, dog. Gift and a curse.
1: I, I mean, I told you. I mean, the, we've we've covered DS four um, on this podcast before, and I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of it. Of course, I told you this before. But, you know, I do appreciate Gunna and his artistry and whatnot, but to see this album come out and be of this quality, I mean, you gotta really, when you think about it, like, the the lack of resources that this man had to work with. We were last, like, what's it, you know, commending Killer Mike for, you know, the kind of production and the features and all the things that he had at his disposal to generate such a quality album. Meanwhile, Gunna did all this with this nigga, like, he got that shit out the fucking mud to create an album of this. When you have literally,
0: you have, this nigga had no friends. This nigga has no friends. There's he no features no... on the album. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the only, the only, the only, the only feature he got is QP Ski going yeah on there. That's it. That's it. That's all he got. That's the only feature you can say he got on the on the whole project, dog. Like, literally have, having to. Find beats wherever he can, and
1: just like th- to be able to conjure up all this. Like they said, like you were saying, this nigga was rapping like he the bills needed to pay. This nigga was rapping like his career depended on it, and it did. He, this nigga was rapping like this. If this shit don't go, I'm over. I'm done. And he's right. All right. Considering all the negative backlash this man has gotten, given the whole circumstances and everything that I won't speak on because. One, I don't care. And two, I'm not qualified to speak upon them. But anywho, the label's looking we at are you not like. Okay. Niggas. Fair enough, yes. The, uh, the label's looking at you like, all right, okay, we're still investing our money in you, but we got to see that it's going to be worth it. Otherwise, we're going to have to drop you because all this is not looking good for your image and all that. Nobody's going to be willing to work with you or all that stuff. Like, so if you're going to drop something. It you gotta be right. And he knocked that shit out the fucking park. Like you gotta, you gotta applaud a man whose back is against the wall and the pressure's getting to him, and he has nobody that he can turn to, and is able to put forth an album of this kind of quality. Like, you gotta give it up for Gunner. This is definitely, again, among next to the Killer Mike's album, should be up there in Grammy nominations as well. Because, like, I, I didn't, like I told you, I did not like DS4 like that. This right here, so much better so much yeah, better it, yeah. considering that he's not working with like he's not working with like metro boom uh, and mike will or anything like that no grade a producers who can like do all sorts of things and like engineer his beats to the point where it's like yo no this nigga had to do this shit himself and if this is what you're able to do by yourself i want people to think about that when they're listening to this like this nigga yeah. did this all himself yeah, to create man. a hit to create a hit like Fuck you mean uh just off your own Dog, like I, I can't. I, I'm just gonna go straight to my rating. This is, I give this an eight. This is an eight. This is a great, This is a fantastic album. This is a fantastic. Yeah. Album. It's more than just solid. Like to for all that this man has gone through. And for him to put out something like that should not be slept on. And for him to again to go back to touring and sell out the Barclays, it's like, yeah, listen, niggas, niggas don't give a fuck about that street shit. They just give a shit about the slaps at the end of the day. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's just the that's just the painful honesty of it. And I hope you niggas, you street niggas who think that oh, commending to the code is going to translate to album sales. I'm sure you might be good amongst your peers, but is that bringing you bread though? Because <laughs> yeah, this nigga, what's the gutter gonna be eating? Gonna gonna be eaten, all right. And he can now rest and take his time for whatever may may come next for him. Because it's like, I I don't know how he's gonna be able to follow up something like this, but like just to know that he's done something like this, it's it's monumental for for his career for
0: sure. Yeah, duh. I, and I want to say this too because I know a lot of people are gonna be they're they gonna be shocked by a lot of my ratings on this podcast. Like I've given this the highest so far as a nine, and. While there are skippable songs on it, I, I wanna say this. The highs way outweigh the lows on this album. So that's why I give it a nine. Like the highs are are highs, dog. They are very high. And the lows are like, it's not bad, but it's like, it's just, it's all right. I mean, it's all right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. It's going to stay at a nine for me. Let's talk about this next one briefly because we got to get through this list, baby. All right. We got Koi Ray. with her. I think this is like her first big album. This might be like her first like real studio albums. I think everything else was like an EP or something. I may mm-hmm. be wrong about that. I don't be following her like that. But I got put on this joint and I was like, All right, I'm a PB. It's called Koy by Koyla Ray. Um, if you don't know Koi is, she's a real skinny girl. She be talking about her pussy, and it's cool with me. I will be fucking with it. I be <laughs> it fucking cool with it. Yeah, I will be <laughs> fucking with it. So, um, this album, right? Um, I, 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 I it, it's. it's sorry, man. Sorry. Like, I mean, for the ladies, it's good. There's a couple songs on there that kind of go. You know, Koi. I feel like she got, like, club bangers. Like, she had the little, like, club song last year uh, with Players. I think it's called Players. Like, um, this is just, like, a, a bunch of club songs. Like, you know I mean? For girls to, like, scream your and smoke kooka too and shit. Like, scream your. Yeah, it's, it's dope, y'all. Like, it's dope in that perspective, but, like, it ain't for me. So, I ain't going to, like, go too, like, crazy about it or nothing like that, obviously. Um, but I'm going to just go over look at the the uh, track list real quick. Uh, I, I like um players obviously. I like get loud that joint. Everybody like get loud. That song's really good. Run it up is good. And uh, I think that's it, dog. I think that's it for this joint. It's not bad. It was a cool little listen. I'm gonna give it like a four. I'm gonna give it like a little solid little four. Yeah, you know I mean, and that's not bad for her. That's like below average. Yeah, you know I mean, she's a below average artist to me. Nothing like damn. That, that yeah, she's not dog. She never. She hasn't put anything out of like substance to make me be like, damn. Like, when that next coil of coming out? Like, I ain't checking for her like that. I just was bored and needed something to listen to, and, and this was there, so I listened to it. All right. What do you What do you think about this genre? I I have the complete opposite thought of you.
1: Whoa, I I think we talked about this too. I like this. I like this project a lot, actually. Granted, a majority of it isn't necessarily like for me, so I don't have anything saved from it, of course. But like, you know, this is again me ju- judging it for its artistry and everything. I I think I think is a star. I think she put her best foot forward when it came, when she, when it came to putting up this. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, she, she got, got bops.
1: You for music. Yeah, she got she got, for music. she got bops. All right, listen. Make my day is, is a pretty dope song. Like, what's it? Um, I mean, players. Eh. Should the I, song I bops out is
0: pretty good.
1: That's what I'm saying. Uh, what's it? Yeah. No angels with Lola Brooke and everything. Like, it's a good, like, it's a pretty good, well put together song. I'm like you said, like there's club bangers on there and everything like that. So it's like, <laughs> I appreciate, you know. Her ear for music, her style and everything like that, I was I was like gladly surprised at the output and quality of this project.
0: Yeah, me too. It was a nice little Mm. listen. Like I said, I I still think out of those four songs, it's like what, like 16 tracks long? Like, yeah, it's 16 tracks. Like, I, I, I was cool. I was cool. It was Damn like, it was like only a half hour listen so I mean like hey yeah I listened to it and was like all right well we won't do that again but it wasn't like bad or anything it wasn't like man fuck this John like I mean um but yeah dog uh what are you rated six that's that's fair that's fair like I said I think she's below average you think she's a little above average that's cool
1: uh, as cool. far as like the quality of this album, I think I, I think she has a lot more like wiggle room to kind of diversify herself. So, like she can go into a pop lane, dance lane, all that kind of stuff. Cause like and I think she kinda like prefaced that in with like her previous works where she was a bit more experimental. So you got I yeah. gotta appreciate yeah. I appreciate her artistry. And it's mm-hmm. like Damn, you wouldn't have thought that this was this is Benzino's daughter we're talking about. She's fantastic. Yeah.
0: She's got a um EP that came out like a month ago. We'll talk about it on the next podcast. But um yeah. That's Koi by Koi Ray. All right, his next one. All right. It's going to be sad, dog. Uh, Slime, please forgive me. Slime, please forgive me, Oh, uh,
1: I, I know what you're going to
0: next. Oh, Slime, Lord. Slime, please forgive me, dog. But we're going to talk about this next album, um, which uh. is an album I was really... After coming off a of Gunner album, I was like, this is going to be a fucking hit, dog. It's going to be a hit slime please forgive me business is business by young thug if y'all don't know young thug is another nigga roped up he's the, the he is king slime all right he is he is the the ring leader of the YSL um Rico John he's still up in there free slime dog really free that nigga um real shit free that nigga but um he dropped an album while he was behind bars, all executively produced um, by, by my guy, Metro Boomin. All right. And uh man, the quality was hurt on this, John. All right. <laughs> by him being behind bars, you know, like a lot of these songs are old. So they yep. probably like ripped verses and you know, mixed different beats and stuff or you know, just did certain things to it where it just kind of hurt the overall quality of the album. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily it's not Thug's fault. Like he could give us like after I listened to this album, right, I immediately went back and listened to Punk. And I don't know what I gave Punk like rating wise Um, when, when we did that podcast but like punk to me is like a like a 8.5 as of right now like punk is like a really well put together strange ass album by young thug it's strange because it's like i even remember the first time i listened to it like going into it you had you thought like all right we're gonna get like so much fun vibes maybe like Mm. my man gonna be spitting and it was just like it's a very like you had no idea what direction was going to go into it. Like, Die Slow, like, the shit was just like, you know, you got the guitar riffs, it was really slow, and, like, you know what I mean? So, like, with this album, it's like, we know we weren't going to get anything conceptual or anything, like, deep, or, like, you know, anything, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because he's behind bars. Yeah. So... When that happened, I immediately knew what they was going to do. They was going to take a bunch of half verses, slap them on songs, and have a feature carry up on the other part of you, right? Some of these songs, you could mm-hmm. tell, was already like done up. They were done before. They may have not have made it on an album and stuff like that. Um, but damn, this joint suffered from him being behind bars, dog. So... We got Parade in Cleve- on Cleveland, which is clearly like a... I don't know what's up with this song, dog. Like, I I didn't hear anybody, like, really talk about what it was. But it's like, clearly this was made, like, pre, you know, production of the album. So this wasn't like a song that Drake and, and, and Thug already did. This was something that they did for the album. You know, Drake was singing on the intro, and then there's like a little interlude in the beginning where he calls up thug in jail. And then it's like, we get this weird verse where it feels like no lie. It almost feels like he phoned. He He's spitting the verse over the phone and they try to like clean it up. Or it was AI. It was like mm-hmm. one of the two dog, because it literally sounded like he was like talking, like he was out of jail, like spider bat. Yeah. You know I mean, it was like, and then just the saw fire. I was like, damn, this shit gotta of, um, mm-hmm. You got Money on the Dress is pretty good. Gucci, Gucci Grocery Bag. I love that song. Cars Bring Me Out. That's like a throwaway thug and future song. I don't like it. Don't like it. You could tell it's just a throwaway. I don't like it, dog. With the Racks is nice. That was the song you could tell was like, yeah, I mean, it was already done up. They already finished that. Uncle M is heat. Uncle M is heat. That feels like it was a um, superheroes and villains throwaway uh abracadabra you could tell was like a, a um like yo Travis get on the, the end of this joint went through it is pretty good oh you went is clearly a song that like it, like metro was like yo Drake come hop on this joint he, he got, you know uh spider got an album coming out while he locked up you know what I mean get on this joint he got on it I mean it was pretty cool uh, want me dead i don't like Hellcat Kenny, people love that song. It's all right. Mad Dog is fire. Jonesboro is fire. And the last two songs, I could care for it. But now you gotta think this. This album does have like two different deluxes, dog. It's got like a Metro's version where like the songs are flipped around. Like Jonesboro is the intro instead of Parade on Cleveland and stuff. And then you got like what is supposed to be like the the um. The deluxe, I guess. It's got like two more songs. It's got a Nikki and Juice World um song on there, which is fucking fire. It's called Money. It's fucking fire. Like you know, you could tell like that's like an old juice world verse that they just kind of like plucked in the song. Nicki verse is pretty fire. Uh good song, dog, All around. I fucked with it, dog. Doug's verse was good. Um yeah, the quality of this album kind of like really just kinda hurt from him being locked up. Not gonna say it's his fault, but it, it this is a painful listen, dog. Like it was hurt, it, it like hurt me to listen to this joint, but I'm gonna give it a six, dog. And I know people gonna kill me for this. Some people gonna agree, but I'm gonna give it a six, dog. Like I was really hurt by it. It's like it's not his fault, dog. It's not his fault, but it's a six, dog. It's a six, and it ain't, it ain't no higher, no less than that. You can't say that this album is any better than like a uh, "Almost Healed" by Dirk, or but you can't say it's any worse than like a like you know like Kodak Black's Pistols, "Pistols and Pearls." Like I mean, it's 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 a six, dog. What do you think, Warren?
1: Probably go even lower than that because if there was one word I would describe. <laughs> If there's one out word I would use to describe this album is just forgettable. But like again, like you were saying before, we can't Definitely blame forgettable.
0: Doug. Yeah. We
1: can't blame Thug for this because this is a bunch of throwaway uh things that they had just lying around in the vault that just kind of pieced together just to give us an album. So it's like yeah, they, he we're had not- no
0: A&R Yeah, no A and R on this, no like probably like direction. Like they probably called him and was like, Yo, we doing this, that, and the third, you want to put this on there? How you yeah. feel about so, that? Like,
1: I'm- I'm not gonna like judge Thug's artistry based off of this album and everything like that. I guess like it's our fault for having such high expectations, but it's like we understand what this was. I mean, like this man's in jail, so it's not like he can do anything about it. So it's like, yeah,
0: facts. No nigga yeah. in jail's ever dropped a. D- 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 I don't know. I gotta think about that. Gucci man. <laughs> I was about to say that's like the only nigga that probably dropped something of because Trap House Three is fucking. And that nigga was incarcerated, incarcerated when Trap House 3 came out. Was he out when Trap God came out? Nah, just another one. Yeah, dog. Damn. Trap God is a is legendary, dog. That is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that so, might but be. But I mean, like you might I mean, to do that listen, for the album retrospective, dog. Ain't gonna lie, put, put that on the
1: list. <laughs> <laughs> but what's it? I mean, listen, this is like this will not be any poor reflection on thug or his music or anything like that we get it all right so like is is thug losing any followers or any fans or anything listen i'm still riding off the high of so much fun which to me was is my favorite thug project Yo,
0: so the, so good so
1: good it is so fucking good it is so good good and like so that one was... so it was so much fun yeah but i'll yeah. forever like you know like keep thug in like positive regard in mind and on top of that his features have been has been, have been hot too as well so it's like listen yeah if if or when Thug ever makes it out or anything like that, we'll be looking forward to the next project from that man. But until then, like, listen, like, this is this was this was this was not it. This was not it, and that's not Thug's fault.
0: Hopefully, we get a Punk point, a Punk too, because like, I ain't gonna lie, like to see Thug in that vein where it's like he did the the my beautiful Thugger girls mixed with like. Like so much fun. Cause that's what the album is. Like he had, like J. Cole on, like a song and they were like rapping and singing and shit. Like Punk was good, dog, but like this this ain't it, dog. Like this ain't it. Even with Metro's production and direction, this just was not it, dog. This was not it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah real quick real quick, what do you what do you what do you rate this? What? This album, well, I think I said it's like a three. Oh, shit. that's crazy. Yeah, um, did, I don't remember if we talked about the Metro Booming uh Spider Man soundtrack album. Well, we did, didn't, but I did like that, that as a good soundtrack. Yeah, I didn't listen to it.
1: I, so I what's it like? I'll give like my brief, like two cents on it is like again, like so, I actually. I remember asking myself a while ago, like, you know, what would it be like if DJ Khaled did like a concept album? But then I, I realized like, oh, wait, concept albums that are like compilations are just soundtracks yeah. <laughs> Basically, pretty much. That's what we got with the Spider-Man um, piece. And like, yeah, every song kind of tried to like fit in some sort of like Spider-Man related thing in there and whatnot. Let me see. Let me take, let me pull up the track list.
0: Yeah, like the ASAP Rocky joint was, was lit. I like that shit. I like that joint.
1: Let me see here. There we go. What was it? Oh, what's yeah, the the Rocky Joe, Am I Dreaming? Oh, that was f- fire. And the Offset and J.I.D. Joe is fire, too. Those were the two Annihilate songs. Annihilate was point. good,
0: too. I liked that. Yeah,
1: listen, I, I have no qualms with any of the songs or anything like that. It was a really well-put-together soundtrack. If anything, I forgot what came out that same day that was also fairly hyped, but I preferred listening to this than that album.
0: Yeah, self-love was the song that gave Koyler Ray her a little shine to drop that that coy album because everybody was fucking with that joint. Yeah, it was alright. I give his joint like a nice little six too. Maybe like a five. Mm-hmm. I'd give it i give it a five. Cause I didn't really what? listen to it like that. I kind of skipped around it.
1: Yeah, I give it like a five songs.
0: six.
1: Five five, yeah. five six.
0: All right, let's talk. Let's go in on this next album. Cause we about to go in on this, John. I know it's gonna be just me. I know Warren ain't listening to this. And this is Pink Tape by Lil Uzi Vert. Absolutely. And I not. hope my I hope my young boys is listening, because I'm about to grind this John of Sawdust. Go off. Yeah, I'm a, uh, briefly too, because like I feel like I feel like I feel like Uzi owe me money, dog, for making me yeah. listen to this shit. I hour and 34 minutes, dog. Damn. This, this nigga owe me money, dog. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> this nigga owe me money. Now, there's bangers on this joint. But the problem with Uzi, dog, and the problem with a lot of these niggas, like we said early on in the podcast, TikTok. TikTok. I feel like TikTok hurt the shit out this album, dog, because he had, he had a, a banger with Just Wanna Rock, right? He had a mm-hmm. banger with that. I love that song. I fucking love this. I love it.
1: Can we just get this out the way, though? Like, anybody that's ever claiming that that's,
0: like, the Philly Anthem needs to leave Philly. I fuck with it. I fuck with Uzi, You can fuck with the song. You can
1: fuck with it. Just don't call it the Philly Anthem.
0: Like, his last album that that we got was in 2020 with him and Future with Pluto X Baby Pluto. That was the last time we saw Uzi, dog, and the last time we saw Uzi solo was Eternal Tape, which I fucking loved. Eternal Tape, I thought that shit was so good. So it's like I was kind of hyped for Pink Tape. I ain't gonna lie to you, I was hyped. He dropped a little EP, uh, like what, what was that? When he dropped the EP, It was a while back, but he dropped a little EP for the for the for the tape. It was called like Red and Red and White Tape or something like that, and I was fucking with that. But then, like, this shit comes out, and there's, like, zero direction. Zero direction. Like I ain't gonna lie. The album starts up good. Like, Flooded My Face, regular Uzi vibes, Suicide Doors. My man was talking to shit. Hey, people love that song by Travis Scott. I just started fucking with it. It's all right. Um... And then I feel like the album falls off. I like some of the weird songs like X2. I do like that song. Um, Spin Again's good. That fire's all right. Endless Fashion is probably the best song on the album with Nicki Minaj. It's got the um, I'm blue. It's got that sample. Uh, Not sample, but it's like that's the flow that he goes with. And I really like that. Right? I really like that. But this is when the album takes a complete <laughs> drop in, like from track eleven all the way to track sixteen, um, um, or track fifteen, because that's I just want to rock. I wasn't with it. Like Nakamura is like it was cool for like the first day, and it got annoying. Um, Fire alarm is it's all right. It's a good little turn up song. Um, sounds like some shit like Vampires Dance 2 and shit. Like, really, like the thing that annoys me a lot of these songs is just him going ah! on like a bunch. It's it's just weird, dog. It's weird. And then from like fire alarm, and niggas gonna kill me. All the way to the end. It's it's garbage, dog. It's garbage. I'm not fucking with this, this heavy metal. B- Uzi shit. Like, I'm not fucking with it, dog. Like, you not Lil Wayne. Like, I, at least with Lil Wayne, I fucked with it a little bit when he did the little rock joint with Rebirth. It was cool. It was no one, cool. But all right. I fucked with it. It was all right,
2: man. <laughs> it was
1: terrible. <laughs> 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 he was not fucking with it, dog. Not Ooh, nigga, this, with
0: this, rebirth. this shit was worse, dog. The rock <laughs> shit on this joint was worse. Like, yeah, bring me the horizon. I'm a white boy a little bit. I like rock music a little bit. I was thinking that joint was going to be heat. That shit was garbage, dog. I'm like, how you get a whole band on this joint? It's Dog. And like, I'm not going to say I didn't like the album, but like people were really dick riding this album. Like it was something like, it was something like, oh my God, this is an eight, this is a nine. This is a solid five, dog. Five. And that's, I could go lower, but that's the highest I can go with it, dog. It is average. And to Lil Uzi, like, it's even lower than that. Like, this is, like, his worst album to me. And I'm not even, like, the biggest Uzi fan, but this is, like, his worst album to me, dog. Eternal Take Clears, dog. Clears. Clears this shit, dog. All right? You may say that, but listen, I mean, he has a
1: core. So that's gonna be a What he's to like trying lot to
0: do with this album is you could tell, not to cut you off, but you could tell TikTok. TikTok. Just when a rock was a TikTok anthem. Like it ran TikTok for months. So it's like again, like you could tell a lot, a lot of the the vibe of this was just TikTok. We gotta we gotta get we gotta get this, this shit. On TikTok, it's got to go on TikTok. So it's like,
1: ah. Let me, let me ask you this though: Can we blame the artist for something like this when this is the pathway to success in today's era? It's less yeah, about like, man. It's less about like, listen, like, yeah, sure, but it like may go against my artist, but this is what it means to be successful today. So listen. I got listen when you, especially when you're signed to a label, you have label obligations. Like that's the that's I know. the that's the, mis- that's the unfortunate aspect of also the, the fact that we're not in the mixtape era anymore, where. Mm-hmm. You can get an album and it's like they ha- the album has all the songs that like you know the, the label wants the, the girl the, the club banger the song for the ladies all that kind of stuff we hit all these key points whereas when i would drop my mixtape this is the music that i really want to produce and it was straight to the source great right to the right to the fans and you can get like this the complete and total raw music that i'm not trying to make just to appease like some sort of quotas or anything like that the label is mm-hmm. expecting for me to drive up numbers and whatnot we're in a space right now where the mixtapes dead everything that's being put out right now needs to drive up some sort of number or be monetized to some degree and the only way to do it is less through your artistry and more along the lines of how it's going to get to trend on tiktok or what's going to be the thing that's going to be you know in clubs or what's it on instagram or whatever being background music to somebody else's shit or whatever so it's like yeah we're in this unfortunate space right now and i think that also plays into the whole the, the sampling thing where it's like people are lazily grabbing samples from like hit songs where sampling used to be about like, you know, we're digging into crates to find very obscure things to fit into a song that you would never have expected was coming from a song that you've probably never heard of. Now it's like, oh, you're liking this because it's remnants of a song that we all collectively already like. And, that's the, and that to me is kind of cheap as far and it just devalues the quality of the music.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, we're just in a weird era with music, though. And it's like the these a, as we'll talk about with the last album we're gonna talk about on this 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 podcast, which I probably already know what it is, um it, it seems like nobody's safe from this plague, though. Nobody's safe from it. And I think with with Uzi, and I think with a lot of these young niggas, like they 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 are really the future of hip-hop right now. Like they are it, like they are the sound. That uh, everybody's trying to captivate, trying to get right now, but this ain't it. This ain't the sound that uh, that I want people to captivate and go on. Because I know Uzi can do better. Like apparently he's dropping like Barter Sixteen, which is like his take his take on like Young Thug's uh, Barter Six, and like the little like snippets I've heard, I was like, yo, this could be heat, like. My man trying to act like thug, just like how he tried to act like future, and it, I think it'll work. I think it'll be good. I just I just need Uzi to just be a little bit more consistent, man. Like this project is just weird, man. It's like it's hard to listen to, dog. Like and like if I was just to hit play, like and just let it go, it's like I can't, dog. I like, I'd I'll be, I'll be like, man, turn this shit off, dog. Like. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like a five, dog. If if I'm being fair, it's really like a 4.5, but I'm being fair. I'm giving it a five, dog. Um, we're gonna move briefly through these next like two. Been one by Rilo Rodriguez. He's the guy who did the Who Foe, You know what I mean? Uh heard about
1: features, but never really listened to an album of his.
0: Yeah, I listened to it. It was all right. I give it like a like a like a like a like a three. It's all right. Like I mean, no I, no, I give it a four, dog. He's, like, below at. I ain't going to give him lower than Coil of Ray, dog. So he's, like, four. He's, like, below average on this album. He's better on features than he is by himself. But he did he did go in on this joint, so I can't say he was, like, bad or nothing. Like, it's like a four, dog. Like a four. I give it a four. What about you, man? He
1: didn't listen to it, so N.A. Okay, for me. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: All right. Next, John, we got. I don't know if I want to listen to this one, but this is Hood Hottest Princess by Sexy Red.
1: Nope, did not listen to this one.
0: She got me in a chokehold, baby. She got
1: the yeah. whole street in a chokehold, man. She listened to it. Like, more power not, to not her. Gonna,
0: not going to lie, dog. Sexy Red is, I, I like her talking about her pussy, man. I like it, even though her little, uh, we shouldn't probably talk about it on the podcast, but her little sex tape leaked. On Instagram. That's unfortunate. That, nobody deserves that. Yeah, nobody deserves that. But I did see it. And I, I, I'm, listen, I'm, no, no, no. you said you were going to talk about it
1: on the podcast. Yeah, Moving yeah. on.
0: He's, d- d- yeah. Pussy ping the booty hole is brown, though. I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. But, but, um she got the streets in a chokehold man like the 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 women love her i know niggas love her on the low i i'm gonna come out and say i fuck with her dog i fuck with the rawness of her she just raw and real and she fun and we want to
1: see that these days it's an authenticity that yeah man like, like i was mentioning before in the beginning we were in a space right now where like there's the rap stress where it's just like she has this like superstar Aura about them, where it's like when you have a characters like the glow Rillas, the sexy reds, the Sukianas, and all that kind of stuff, it just seems like they're just so real. It's yeah. just that's the people that you see down the block, mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's very relatable. That's like that's the motto for the the up and coming female artists that are like dominating the space in this current space right now. It's the relatability of it.
0: Yeah, the thing is though, she, she I do, I will say like. She's kind of detrimental. Like, I mean, it's just where she's from. You, She got like a very detrimental thinking. So I, I've been watching a lot of her, like, besides the album, I've been watching a lot of her, like, interviews and stuff. Like, she did an interview with Yachty and them. Mm-hmm. Um, she did an interview with, uh, um, what's his name, Funny Marco. Mm-hmm. And she did an interview with somebody else. And it's like, you could just think. I, I don't know if, like, that's just, like, her train of thought or it's just, like, what she's told to say or the the image that she's trying to uphold. She got like a really like bad way of thinking that I hope a lot of women don't think, and I ain't even trying to like knock her or nothing like that. She's raw in that sense. And I love that about her. Like she's her and where she's from is who she is. But it's like I said, like with this recent, like sex tape thing, right? It's like you just letting like niggas just like, fuck you and record you and just and it's like it just be you could tell like they dirty niggas at the same time like St. Louis ass niggas It's just like she really needs like the right people around her because again like yeah but like
1: I think I think you're coming at it from the perspective of like okay now you up so it's time to start moving right and I think a lot of her yeah yeah dog yeah her shit now is like she's still in like somewhat of the infancy of her like you know ascendancy and I'm still kind of like I don't see I don't see that changing much from her because like again, a lot of what uh, what people gravitate towards is that like listen, she's unapologetically ratchet. Similar to yeah. Glorilla. You are unapologetically ratchet. And yeah. with that with that comes some lack of maturity and some sensibilities that you on the outside would not agree with. So it's kinda like this, yeah. right? We can't, I, I need, a, we can't I need to get it we together can't have, though, man. We can have certain aspects of an artist that we admire and cherish and be like, oh, that's, okay, I'll I'll give you an example. And this is the one that kind of bothered me the most. But remember when Cardi B first came out? Yeah. and oh white women love them some cardi b talking about oh she's my spirit animal and like you know how raw she would be and like how she'd com like how she comments on things in certain in a certain type of way that's just so unconventional from the the polished artists and how they're supposed to be saying things and whatnot right and in my head i'm just like that just seems like a fetishization of like of like how black people typically act in a sp- and you only like it in given settings but like when when they're presented like that in front of you and like how they genuinely are, you you condemn them. And that's the thing that kind of always yeah. bothered me. Like the, the same white woman who would be like, Oh, Cardi B is my spirit animal, and it'd be like, You deal with Cardi B's every day, but you hate them and you call them ghetto, and you just don't want to like associate with them. But you see this person doing it on TV, and it's like it's cute to you all of a sudden. I don't want to f- I don't want people to treat sexy red like that. Where it's just like, listen, if yeah. you understand yeah. that like you understand that ratchet women will do some things that may be detrimental because like, yeah, they're still in that mentality. You appreciate them for like who they are and like what, what they are. And like, hopefully you'll leave them from rude to like growth will eventually come naturally to them, hopefully. But if this is the persona and the artist that you like are coming to expect, then like, yeah, you have to expect that all these things that will come along
0: with that. Yeah. 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 You're not, you're not lying. Like I said, dog, like, um, I say that from a place of, like, I want her to win, dog. I want her to win. And I think, like, she's got staying power. She's definitely got staying power. I just need her. To, like, she just, she was on fucking Drake new album, and that was, like, crazy me, to me.
1: Let me ask you, though, like, is her, that staying power motivated by this particular image that she's portraying? Or do you see her developing somewhat as an artist into becoming, because at a certain point, she will, ha- like, if she wants some staying power, she will have to develop that polished yeah. artist feeling. it looks like, Cardi B is not the same person she was when she first got on. Hell Let's no, see hell yeah. no. So if you're gonna, but she She got some people surrounded by her to, to eventually push her into a direction to be like, all right, if you want longevity in this, this is the way you're going to have to move, which kind of eaters along the lines of, okay, you're this person, but at the same time, you're not this person like all the fucking time. You're not on live every five seconds cursing out people left, right, and center, you know? Like, you can't keep moving like that if you're going to be a star.
0: Yeah. I think the problem, the difference is Cardi's more of like a machine. She's more of a machine and she's got things behind her. I think with Sexy Red, like, again, like, even listen to this project, right? It feels very, like, kind of like Gunner's album. Like, you just kind of, like... She had Tay Keith do a lot of the production on it. But it just seemed like you just kind of threw this thing together. Y'all got it together and put it out there, and people was fucking with it, like the pound town. Listen,
1: listen everybody's going. Everybody goes sound like that when they coming out the mud. Yeah, the, saying is, yeah. the thing yeah. is always you have your entire life to come up with your your debut album. What what? Where is she gonna follow up with this? How is she going to? How is she gonna grow into the artist that is going to stay around for long? At I, a don't point, I don't know. I don't know. Because at a certain at a certain point, like this may be working for her now, but what if people get tired of it? What if people are saying like, "Yeah, she's just a one trick pony who's going to talk the, about her book," you know, and, and we get tired of it, and we want to hear something different.
0: The crazy thing is, I people, I think people are already already on that level. Like, I dog, people were talking about her verse on the Drake the Drake joint, and dog, people were like upset she was on that fucking album. Dog, like people just have uh, gotten to the point where it's like, "All right, it was cool with Pound Town High Hee," hi, ye. and it's just like, I think. I think a lot of people haven't taken her serious yet, and I see, I yeah, see, yeah. I see the energy. Like she got the energy, she got the vibe. Like watching her interviews, like she cool as shit. Like she, she, she her cool shit. She,
1: she got mad energy when she performed.
0: Yeah, dog. When she linked up with Tyler and people, and she was talking about like how Tyler was, like one of her favorites. Like she loves like his old music and stuff. It's like, damn, I can peak that about her. Like she got a little like down to earth, like chill vibe with her. It's just she got it like with me. Like if you want longevity, dog, like girl, you gotta stay away from them fucking, them fucking, them them sea urchins, nigga. She, she gonna have stay. to learn the hard way. She gonna learn. No man, but I wanted to win the project. <laughs> we gonna get off the project. It, it's cool. I like Hellcats, SRTs. I like that. Jonas my shit. I like uh you know Pound Town's just funny to me. I think that song's funny. Uh she got another song now. Oh, um it ain't my fault. I like that song's pretty good. It's little a rats. decent little joint. It? It's a good joint. I give it like a 4.5. It's like it's like almost like an average album. It's, it's it's pretty decent. We'll we'll see where she follows up with this joint. You know what I mean? Now do we want to talk about this now, man?
2: Or later? Go for it. It's your boy, man. What?
0: We you going to talk about? Magic 2 and 3, dog. Magic 2 oh. and 3. Let's go do it. Okay. Let's, 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 let's go, go, go ahead.
1: ahead. I liked Magic 3 better than I like Magic 2. Um, Facts. But it's like... Listen, okay, you knowing you, we can at least have some solace in the fact that all right, like it's 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 done now. We're done now, okay? How about we reflect? All right, we ain't done.
0: we're not done.
1: We're, we're it's done. never gonna end. It's never gonna end, dog. <laughs> you you imagine Nas listening to this, be like, "Oh, you said we're done? Bet, <laughs> Magic foe coming
0: out next for, week." For reference, y'all. All right. Surprise. <laughs> for reference, all right. We gonna we gonna just talk about it because y'all have no idea where I'm coming from with this. I love Nas, dog. I'm one of the few people that believe. I wouldn't say few because there's a lot of people who believe like Nas is like a fucking legend and shit. And he yeah. is. Yeah. He, he is a legend. Damn, I didn't even save fucking Magic 3. Holy shit. Not me neither. Game. Me neither. I didn't even, even save that, John. All right. I didn't save anything so, from 2 either. So. King's Disease dropped in 2020. And Before then, he dropped The Lost Tape 2 in uh, 2019. But King's Disease dropped in 2020. Love King's Disease. King's Disease 2 is my favorite. I don't care what anybody says. The second one was great, phenomenal. Three was good, but in between them, those three albums, he dropped uh, Magic. three mixtapes, the Magic Series. All, all six of these albums produced by my man, Hit Boy, who did one of my favorite Benny the Butcher albums. Love Hit Boy. I love his production, everything. Um, Sometimes I'd be scared for Nas, though. I'd be scared. Because Why? even though he's had this six album, incredible six album run, dog, like I ain't gonna take nothing from him. As much as I didn't like Magic One or Magic Two, and I really wasn't feeling Magic Three. It feels, it, it, it feels like, it feels like Nas adapted to today's music realm, and 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 that's what I'm like mad about. Because it's like, dog, like. You're a legend, dog. You're a legend. At the end of the day, Nas is a fucking legend. Regardless if you want to see it as such, the man's a legend. But it's like you're putting out music so fast. It's like the Magic albums, like I'm not going to say they're not quality, but they're definitely not his best, dog. Definitely not his best work, dog. Like he could have kept that shit, dog. And I'm going to stand firm on that shit. An old head can hear this shit right now and be like, this nigga don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He just said Gunner was a nine. Listen, I'm going to keep it real with you, dog. The Magic albums, they feel like fucking throwaways. There's quality within it, but I just, I feel like he's adapted to this new age where it's just like, oh, people only want to listen to this joint for like a month and throw it away any fucking way, so let me drop this shit. When it's like I, I, somebody... Listen, listen.
1: I think you're. I think you're holding him to the standard of like how a typical artist would move. But when it's like Nas, he's under under no obligation. With, I don't even think he's under any sort of label obligation to produce
0: no, anything. Only, or he, these these last six have all been him, dog. He dropped the lost tape to get off a of death jam. Right.
1: So it's kind of like he's not under any sort of pressure. So like, can is it far fetched to suggest that maybe he's just inspired and wants to do this?
0: Yes. And all right, here's the thing, right? We talk about it all the time, like well, niggas like Wayne, Ross, Jay Z, Nas, uh, a lot of these people where we just feel like T.I., they're way past their prime, they're way past it. So it's like anything they do nowadays, it's just like, thank you. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. Uh, it's just thank you. Thank you for still creating music. Regardless of the quality, right? A lot of times it's like regardless of the quality. Because like Rick Ross's last album, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It was just thank you for still putting the work out. We just just appreciate it because we like to hear from you. Same thing with like Carter Six when it comes out. Like it's like thank you, Wayne. Wayne
1: Wayne's in a space right now where he doesn't need to chase a number one or anything like that. We got it. Yeah. Yeah, like man, your run is, is your run, you like your career is solidified when you're
0: in that the, space of solidified at this point, you don't need to do more. And Nas is in that same vein, so it's like with these six albums, it's not like there's any pressure to me, like, damn, you're ruining your leg- legacy. I wouldn't even never say that. These albums, these six albums, they either only help
2: if, or they
0: it's helped. It's helped his yeah, legacy, yeah, very yeah. much Cause so. The, Cause
1: Nasir fucked his whole shit up. Oh yeah, no, that, <laughs> was, now that now yeah. that hurt it's Like, it's, like what
0: that that and lost tapes really hurt that man. So it's like with these last six albums, he's been <laughs> he been working, dog. I appreciate the work, but at the same time, like when we live in this era right now, like this is Nas we're talking about. These are six I feel like, and this is an opinion this is this is this is one of those those things like you see on like Twitter all the time where the the guy's got all the swords to his neck. This is a hot take that'll probably get my head cut off, but it's like these six albums like it's they, they I don't know how to describe it though I don't know how to describe it it's just like. I don't know, dog. I don't know how to describe it, but I know magic just ain't it, dog. It's and just not just, it. But can
1: can you applaud the output for somebody who doesn't have always, anything to always,
0: dog man? My man pushing 50, dog. And he and he's talking about the right shit at his age, and you appreciate that shit. And on top and of it, he still give you still, good stories here and there. Yeah, and he still got the bars, everything's still there, but it's just like it's just like I told you, it's like slow down, dog. Slow down. Because again, all of these albums. It's like I don't know how to describe it. Like, I'm not gonna he, say like I they're think, gonna be forgotten, but it's I like, think, dog, think, you're you're dropping shit that is literally like in like two months, I'm like, oh yeah, he dropped that shit. I think That's for you, fun. I think
1: for you, you've reached the point of oversaturation. Like this is already, yeah, dog, already.
0: you, you <laughs> ain't like it's not like somebody like future had one of the craziest runs of all time in music where he was dropping so frequently that was like, yo, what? the f- actual fuck, and it was all quality. It was all good. It was all good until we got to, like, around Evil. Once Evil came out, I was like, all right, here's the decline starting. You know what I mean? Purple Rain came out, picked it back up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We had a nice run that I feel like nobody's ever had in music besides probably, like, Wayne. Wayne had that same well, run with Yeah, the, with, with the mixtapes, yeah. Yeah, so Wayne's had that run. So it's like, to see Nas do it, it's just like, like a lot of times, I'm just like, you could either stuff some of these songs on a, on on one of the King's Disease or like just kept it, dog. Like I'm cool, man. Like I'm, you like you're killing me, bro. And that's that's like the running joke we got for reference, dog. It's like, it's like I feel like every day Nas is dropping another album that I'm gonna forget that he dropped because he just he drops so fucking frequently. It's like. Bro. But, like, when you say the same thing about, like, Griselda, like, they had a pretty frequent run for a and period. The thing that I'm I'm happy about, like, I was just thinking about the other day, like, damn, when's the next time Benny dropped? I looked at, you know, Apple Music scene, Benny, he ain't dropping a while. So it's like, that's the type of energy I want to have. Like, Damn. I ain't hear him in a while. Let me go see what they doing, what they cooking but, up. But oh, I man don't man think anybody's doing while. that with Nas anyway either. I don't, Nas the, I don't have a choice. The <laughs> niggas dropping every other week. I don't but have a he, choice.
1: But if he wasn't, were you going to be like, literally, if you're going to be honest with me, Derek, right, a month past, like, say these albums didn't come out, would you be like, damn, I ain't heard Nas in a minute. When is he going to drop? Would you ever be like that? Yeah.
2: No, you Hell wouldn't. I'ma keep
0: Yeah, Derek, you're not checking for Nas. Yeah, we ain't checking. It's okay. For Nas, it's okay. For Nas. We ain't checking. I would. No, I, I wouldn't be like that either. I had to. think about it real quick. I ain't <laughs> checking for that nigga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I ain't, it's I ain't okay. Go, You
1: what you know right. you quick to check for Jay more than you check for Nas, and it's okay. It's okay.
0: But it's just like dog, like six fucking albums. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm fucking tired, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, give me a fucking break, man. Let the let this shit let, no, this, maybe let me let this last joint and fuck with this joint for a while before you give me 15 more. And it's like damn. I didn't even let the I didn't even I didn't even let myself know how I feel about that Eminem song that they got together on the album before, nigga, like, give me a mini. Give me a mini. Like, give me a fucking mini. And it's just like, dog, like, Nas Nas ain't one of them artists where it's like, Nas is giving you bars, storytelling, fucking all types of different rhythms with, with, with flows and shit you gotta check up on. This is like Kendrick dropping... Every three months, nigga, it's like dog. Mm-hmm. I need a minute. Like you, <laughs> you giving me too fucking much, dog. And it's like you're giving me shit that I feel like, dog. You could, you you could have kept it to your fucking self, man. <laughs> like it's just and dog. Uh, this, like I said, this is the, this is the swords up to my neck, and I don't care, dog. This is my take, dog. Like nah, slow the fuck down, dog. Slow down, dog. Slow the fuck down, dog. Like, but like, why? Why would he need to? Okay, uh, this is this uh, is disrespectful. Listen listen listen, 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 listen. I understand listen, that. Listen, listen, listen. We can go back a couple podcasts and talk about <laughs> it. I didn't even tell y'all niggas how I feel about King's Disease Three yet, nigga. That <laughs> shit came out in November. We've had three fucking projects since then. <laughs> three two my fault two yeah, yeah. slow the fuck down dog like, slow the fuck down dog I don't slow think, down. I,
1: this is this i think that's Derek's preference to something because it seems like the general reception of these projects was like yes this is working this is fantastic we love it we i'm
0: love at the a month and then we forget about it but now with every other album these days to be have this like let's nice. like, you, you let like, no, about. I, that's what we just talked about. Does Nas does need to be talked about in the same vein as fucking or ray and shit? No, no, no. It's fucking Nas. We shouldn't be talking about him like we talking about Money Bag. Yo, nigga, this is Nas, dog. But we're also at the point. Oh, it's cool. All music is like this right now, nigga. This man went from making L Matty to giving us a fucking album every other week, dog. But well, we're uh, but we understand though that he's past that point right now. Where uh, we... how many meet- magics do we have? Is, do we, are we up to five now? Like, is he working on the next one? Like, what's, what? What the fuck, bro? I'm, like, pre- give me a I'm pretty
1: sure. I'm pretty sure he's already said that, that this is the last of it, and we're gonna we'll have to wait a while thank before we get another. No. one.
0: Oh, yes, thank fucking God! Oh my God, I get a break. Thank you, Nash. <laughs> thank you, Nash. <laughs> Thank you, Nash. I appreciate you. I'm going I'm to listen to the Magic 3. I didn't listen to it yet because, like I, I said, dog, tired. I'm tired. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. You get, you. It's like, dog, you want to give me. This is like, like I said, like Kendra dropping every every three months, dog. You're talking about somebody gives you storytelling, great bars. Uh, you close your eyes and kind of imagine the story that he's telling, and there's idioms but and all types undis- of shit.
1: Kendrick wouldn't do this because he's still in that prime of like, yeah, we still expect this from him. When it's Nas, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. If Jay did the same thing, he'd be like, yo, listen, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's nah, not. J-
0: same thing, it applies to it applies to all these niggas, dog. Slow the fuck down, dog. Listen. Slow do the you, fuck down. Do what you want. Okay. You made yourself.
1: You made a name for yourself in this industry by not by not listening to niggas like me. All right. You made a name for yourself in this industry by doing what you yeah, did. And now you're nobody. a fucking legend. And how how is it at this point right now you're gonna be like I'm gonna take directives from motherfuckers to tell me when I when I can and can't release music. You I'm on the fucking you, label now.
0: Right. Do how what you, you right. want, nigga. Do what you no, fucking you want. No, you're absolutely right. I'm nobody. I'm a, a nigga that gets barely 20 listens on my motherfucking podcast. But listen, I'm going to keep it real with you, dog. I'm going to keep it real with you. I, I just, sores to my neck. Y'all can cut my head the fuck off. Keep that shit, please, man. Like the King's Disease albums, love them. Magic Jones, I, I, I haven't liked not one of them yet. Not one of them. I'd be tired halfway through. I'd be like, dog, is it over? All right, cool. King's Disease, you can tell the production's a little better, the features are a little better, everything's storytelling, bars are a little better. Magic's they're like mi- mixtapes, dog. Production's a little dumbed down. I'm not feeling them, dog. Slow the fuck down, dog. And with Listen, that being man. said, can you can you give us your rating on these two albums, dog? Oh, straight fives, man. They just, like, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> we went through all this for you to tell me it's me, nigga.
1: I'm not saying that. It's going to be extraordinary, but I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the Bro. commitment. I Bro. appreciate inspiration, dog. I gotta applaud <laughs> it, all right? He can do whatever the fuck he wants. It's nice.
0: Dog, this is the same thing as, like, I said we said earlier. Like, a nigga in front of the fucking deli talking about, yo, I'll spit some bars for a dollar, nigga. Like, Man, what the fuck man like uh, y'all
1: can do what the fuck he wants man that's that nigga. Y-
0: y'all, <laughs> y'all can keep that shit man <laughs> keep that shit dog and like I said any old head that wanna fight me dog like I said I got mad old heads that don't that be just like, man, you just lost, nigga. You just lost, and it's okay. My music taste is different. <laughs> I don't, I don't fuck with Tupac. I don't like that, nigga. I don't, I just don't like him. I think his music is boring. Yeah, I mean, Jeez, DM, D, DMX was the best nigga in New York at the time. Y'all, okay, y'all be yeah. over, y'all be over Biggie, even though Biggie's late. That's my nigga. Yeah, I mean, I have different tastes, and I don't like Busta Rhymes. I don't like that. That's- I've been said this. You've been knew this. I don't like Buster. Yeah, Buster I, I think he's just all right, man. Niggas be over over hyping that nigga. Dog, no, you're not even like
1: you never like Wu-Ha, dog. Nah,
0: man, it's, I, I'm cool, man.
1: Buster cool. Gavazzi, all that shit, dog.
0: I'm cool, dog. Buster
1: cool. Lit, dog. Buster Buster walks, so a lot of these niggas can run, dog. Buster is an inspiration.
0: He is, man. Shout out, shout out to that nigga, man. His little group that he was part of back in Flip the day. Litmo Squad, it? nigga. Yeah. Yeah, shout out, man, but uh, yeah, I just, I don't be feeling bored. You know I mean, I have a different taste in music. I can appreciate Buster Rhymes is is great at what he does. I mean, his, his, music, his music just, I, I don't be fucking with it. You know I mean, sorry. Right. we different people for different reasons. You know I mean, just like I feel like Magic 1, 2, and 3 just shouldn't exist, but that's me, <laughs> and that's you. you we and gotta you say, I, I will say this, though. You gotta give like, like
1: beyond just like appreciation but like we have to like at a certain point we will have to like look this is like hall of fame type shit right you may not see it that way but listen for a a guy at this point in his rap career we're talking like over 30 years already right (laughs) well past the, the the age of like we're expecting him to drop number ones for him to come out and drop all these projects that all of our charting and to, it's a double trilogy within a span of two years. That is... Please don't remind me. That is ridiculous. And oh, listen, and you and I may have different opinions about the quality of it, but the numbers don't lie. It's doing numbers. It's doing all right. great. All
0: right, if you say so. If you say so.
1: Listen, shout, shout out to Nas. And all that he's given us in the past and currently and I look forward to the next King's Disease to
0: come out, maybe next oh, week. <laughs> oh, oh! man! Dog. <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to skip some albums, dog, because we're about to hit the two-hour mark on this podcast. I hope you're still comfy, y'all. Y'all got your water, y'all snacks stills, because we got about another hour, dog. We're going to skip a couple. I've, I've marked them. We're going to do them on the next podcast, because we're close to the end of the year, so we should have a lot to talk about. So... I'm gonna actually give Magic Two and Three a listen. All right,
1: Three's better than Two. I'll, I'll give you that.
0: And we'll talk. We'll, we'll 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 talk about them on the next podcast. Same thing with Austin. Uh, Austin, which is Post Malone's album, I didn't even listen to it yet. No, I'm not going to listen to that. So we'll talk about that on the next podcast. Really heard. By Bia, I love Bia. Oh, I did I, listen to that one. I yeah. listened to it too. We'll talk about that on the next one.
1: I love Bia, and I want her to win.
0: Um, and I told them by Burner Boy, which is a um uh, Afrobeat album.
1: Not exactly.
0: We'll, we'll talk about that on the next one. Let's talk about an album that we we, we that is not King's Disease or Magic, but it, it feels like magic the way it was put together. And this is where old heads is going to hate. All right. Let's talk about Utopia. Okay, Let's talk you, about Utopia. You kick it off and I'll come through. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint y'all a story on my Nas tip, right? Hey. I'm dropping. Spoiler alert! I'm dropping Magic Four, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm dropping Magic Four right now, nigga. Yeah. So boom, right? I'm at work. Utopia is about to come out. I put my headphones on. I listened to Utopia. I listened to track one, started off with Hyena. Now, i already seen the track list because he posted the track list a couple hours before the album came out, right? Hype for this album was at an all-time for me because, as y'all know, I say it all the time, Astroworld is like in my top five albums, if not top three of all time. I fucking love that album. Astroworld is so fucking good. Good So I was waiting to see what the fuck. Travis does with his next project, and we got Utopia on, uh, let me pull it up on my phone real quick. We got Utopia, it was like what, like the first week of August or something? It was like the five year anniversary of like Astroworld, the same week, July 28th. So yeah, we got it like right when August is. So boom, we get Utopia. We got two singles that that led up to it, K-pop and Del Resto. Um, K-pop was alright It's a song with um Bad Bunny and The Weeknd So, you know, just something for the radio And then we got Del Resto Which is a Beyonce feature song Which feels like it came off of Renaissance Alright song Cool Alright, so July 28th comes We get the full project Like I said, put my headphones in We listen to Hyenas for the first time And instantly I knew Totally different vibe from astral world totally different from anything he's ever done so i was like all right i have to listen to this with like a different lens again i do have an artistic appreciation for music fyi i mean because a lot of y'all are like oh what, you don't appreciate the art i do it just depends on the artist a lot of these artists that the, the the artistry is, is 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 so paper thin it's it's dog. it's there's nothing to unravel there dog. i mean you're not painting this vivid picture on like a like a, like an astral world or uh like a like um I'm trying to think of like another album that you know is just kind of artistically put together very well um so i had to li- listen to this with like a different lens you know peep them saying lens so hyena plays i'm like all right this is different thank god comes on i'm like i love this this is dope this is this is kind of like what i was expecting then we get into Modern Jam, which was a song I didn't really like when it first came out. I really didn't like it. Um, but I've grown to like enjoy it a lot. It's it's all right. I do like Tizo Touchdown. Shout out to Tizo Touchdown, too, dog. Shout out to him. He's been doing a lot of work with a lot of big artists. He just dropped an album. We're gonna talk about it later. Probably right after this, maybe. Um uh my Eyes which people say is like the best song on the album. I d- d- don't really agree but it is a banger. It is very good. Um that comes on totally again totally different vibe from anything he's done. Rodeo, Days Before Rodeo, Birds in the Trap, Asteroid, all of it. So I'm like, "Whoa, this is totally different. Slower tempo and then we get like the beat switch at the end and my man's rapping like He's got bills to pay. I'm like, damn, everybody's got bills to pay right now. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> Niggas been listening to that yeet, dog. <laughs> God's country comes on, and um, damn, it's like, damn, dog. This is this is whoa. What a, what kind of tripping is going on? Sirens comes on, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm loving the energy. I, I feel like I'm on the run in some like South African country or something. It's just, it's just oh, the vibes are immaculate at this point. And then we get meltdown. And then this is where we start to get a traditional Travis Scott album in a sense. We get meltdown featuring Drake. Uh, we get a very good Drake verse. Um, then we get a beat switch, kind of like a tempo switch almost. Travis Scott comes in, he starts spitting, and then we get a beat switch. Sheck West starts talking some shit, and then Travis starts again rapping like he got bills to pay. I mean, he says, shoot your ass in Walmart like I'm the baby. I said, damn, damn. <laughs> I said, damn. I was like, damn. They so got bills to pay. And then, like, the song of the year comes on. Ah. Uh... And I I don't know how I didn't know how to feel at that point, but I knew what I was listening to is is it's gotta be the it's gotta be at the gates of heaven, dog. Like when you like get to the gates, of, like when you get up there and you see you you see that shit, and you're like, damn, I'm really in heaven. It's just fame, 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 fans. Fame. like, get, yeah, let's go, nigga, let's go. We lit, dog. We made it. I mean. Playboy Cardi just introduced a new flow on a song. A lot of people didn't even know it was Playboy Cardi. No, I didn't I know what the it was fuck was. it was. I knew it was Playboy from. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Deep ass voice. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, my man, turned it the fuck up on that joint. I said, bro. Then we get Del resto, which is like a slow, like you know, I mean, Beyonce. I think it was a throwaway. I I, I don't care for it too much. Um, And then we get like a song that a lot of people like, but I'm just like, all right, it's okay. Lovely. I know, Lovely. I know it's, it's all. It's like, it's like the most Travis Scott song on the album. Like no lie. Like it's the most Travis Scott song on the album. Then we get Topia Twins, which I wanted to save this for the podcast. I wanted to tell you, did you know, on Rob 49's verse, he didn't rhyme not one fucking time
1: it was kind of odd like if anything anything that came after him made the song good because like i don't know why like if we just removed him from the song probably be a lot better
2: nah he
0: like set the tone for that joint a little bit but then 21 savage 21 savage set the tone right i had to like really think about it like i don't think this nigga rap one time dog but when he said throw it back and throw that pussy on me like that whole joint just got lit and then you know Travis Scott tried like he from the he like I got the glizzy on me I'm like damn damn we lit yo Toby and t- Twins that shit though I was like this yeah. this is going hard then we got Circus Maximus which was like a song I didn't really like it first until I was like this is when I realized like. Did Kanye, did Kanye have something to do with this album? That's when I started to realize, like, Kanye have something to do with this young, because this was like the most Kanye sounding song on the album. I felt like I was listening to my twisted, dark, beautiful fantasy for the first time again. I was like, what is going on, dog? You know what I mean? I didn't like it at first, but I like it now. And we got we got parasail, which features my man Young Lean. Shout out Young Lean, nigga. Shout out Young Lean. Y'all ain't know who the fuck that nigga was, man. Y'all ain't know who he was, but we do. We go way back. We go way the fuck back, nigga. Yeah, yeah, dog. Parasail, nice little song. I actually cried the first time I heard it. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a a very great song. It's like a little like little interlude. Yeah, I mean something to just Mm. mellow you out. So we could turn up again real quick. We got Schizo with Young Thug. The beat switches here are fucking fun. It, it, fire. Young Thug's verse is great. Enjoyed it a lot. Oh, my God. We got Lost Forever with West Side Gun. Another great beat switch song. Um, West Side Gun giving some decent bars. You know what I mean? He's not like the best lyricist, but he gave some like great bars. Um, we have the worst song on the album. This I nigga, here, I fucking hate you. The worst. Oh, from the rip, I didn't like this song. <laughs> yes. This fucking aki Doki Tyler the <laughs> ass beat. I was like, what the fuck is this? And we talking about love with Kid Cudi? Because that's me. Residential Kid Cudi hater. Fuck that nigga. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the song. I'm like, this is garbage. Turn this shit the fuck off, man. Um. K-pop, it's like, it's like, it was like a basic single. Yeah, I mean, I like the little vibe to it. Yeah I mean, something for the Spanish niggas, something for the club. Yeah, I mean, and we'll get to that in a minute too with that. But then we get, we get, I probably like my favorite song on the album, dog. It's, I go between this and Fiend, dog. I go between this and Fiend, dog. Cause I've heard Future Sounds before, which was the Kanye song that's supposed to be on Donda which is what this is, it's, it's telekinesis, Is that. But Future and Scissor gave the greatest performance they probably had, the dog. I don't know what Future was on that day, dog. Man, that motherfucker was on it, dog. My man said, I could've took the pain and I could've went out sad. I was like, oh my God, we. this is the future we love, nigga. And then we get Till Further Notice, which is a great outro. Great fucking way better than Coffee Bean. Cause I always thought Coffee Bean was just, it was cool. Cool little outro. But this, this right here, Till Further Notice, you know what I mean? Where are you going with be? I was like, yo, this shit heat. All together, I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna give it a 9.5, dog. Let me give a it a 9.5. Nine. dog i this is my this right now as of right now we gotta let this drake album marinate remind y'all we're recording this podcast two days after it drops we really ain't i really ain't ride around to the drake joint yet i've done a lot of driving to this utopia so i know how this joint bumping production wise this album sounds great it sounds great in headphones which is a lot of albums don't do that. They don't sound good in headphones. Just, just think about it, right? All right? This joint sounds good in headphones, good in your car. Great album, dog. Great album. 9.5. I love it. Beginning to end. Love it. I've listened to it multiple times. I I love it. I love this project, y'all. I love it. This is probably my favorite album of the year. I'm glazing a little bit, but it's good, dog. It's a great album. Fiend. 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 Fiend, 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 that shit crazy, dog. Telekinesis, that shit, all that shit goes, dog. Thank God, you know what I mean? It's just, everything is great, dog. It's a great album. We needed this. This is when I knew the drought was over. When this joint came out, the drought, <laughs> the drought is officially the fuck over, dog. Because this album can well carry me into, like, next year, dog. Like, no lie, dog. This album's that Good and the replayability is good, good,
2: good, good. Go ahead, man. Go oh, what's ahead. It?
1: I'm not going to give you a track by track analysis, but I will say this it is a, a, a fun album to listen to, but I wouldn't rate it over uh, Astro World.
0: Yeah, hell no, hell no, hell no. Wait, what's it? We was, we, I remember us having this
1: conversation, and you kind of would put it over tra- Astro World. Have you given it a bit more thought?
0: I think we need to give it more time. I think things like that take time, dog. Like it was just this year, ten years later, that I realized that Drake's best album is "Nothing Was the Same." It's not "Take Care." It's "Nothing Was the Same." That's Drake's best album, dog. That that is his that is his magnum opus. That is his that is his reasonable doubt. That is his his that that's it, dog. That's life before death, nigga. <laughs> that's it, ready to die, oh, that, that's it, that's Drake's joint, and it, all it took was years of, like, me, like, cycling through music, and, like, you gotta understand, like, with music, the, the fun thing about music, the fun thing about hip-hop, really, is influence, Every, I feel like everybody influences each other within hip-hop, because the sound... Constantly changes and it constantly moves and this person becomes a pioneer, right? Like Chief Keef was the, the 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 birth of all these young niggas rapping, and then they've become greater than him and ascended and hit further than him. But he's still got his place and his greatness and his right above everyone. Same thing with like a Ti or a Lil Wayne or you know people who have done things before everyone else. You know what I mean? You got to give these things time. Like this is one of those albums where I said this with Donda and we're starting to see it. This is, what, this is what I wanted to talk about right here, right? right. Remember how I told y'all when Donda came out, go to the episode, it's called Donda versus CLB. Go to that and go listen to it. I literally say, Donda is going to have influence on, on music in at least the next five years. In five years, we're going to see a lot of people have albums that kind of sound like Donda you know what I mean have that same type of vibe this whole album when i listened to it for the first time the influence kanye donda i, jesus. I yeah I, I was thinking more
1: jesus than donda if anything. if anything there's some
0: there's some donda influence in there though god's country thank god you know what i mean if, if i was the jesus
1: if I was to characterize this album, I would say it would, it'd it be Jesus but done right. Yeah. Like, I hated Yeezus when Kanye did, did that. But this sound right here is like... If Jesus sounded anything remotely like this put together by Travis Scott, it would be a, a monumental album. Yeah. And this, this, I mean, from first listening and even to the continuous listens that I have, this is a fantastic listen. Like, my issue... Not necessarily an issue, but my thing when it comes to, like, Travis Scott albums, I have to be in a specific kind of mood to listen to it. Like, I can't wake up and first thing in the morning put, turn on a Travis Scott. That's, just like, no, no. That's, like, fucking brushing your like brushing your teeth and then drinking some orange juice afterward. That just don't, it just don't taste right. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so whenever, like, I did the same with uh, uh, Astro When It Came Out. Like, I remember when it first came out, I tried to listen to it in the daytime. I was like, nah, this music, it's not fitting this current mood that i'm in so i'm gonna have to wait i'm gonna wait until like there's the right kind of mood to listen to it and i didn't listen to Astro world for months until one day i was like all right i'm coming home from work and it's like nighttime and i'm like okay and i got a bit of a drive to go this is when I was like working at the temp agency and i'm driving and i'm like okay i'm gonna turn on Astro world and it just takes you into another space mm-hmm. I, I felt the same with this, and that's the thing about uh, Travis Scott's music. Okay, he puts you on audio adventures, and that's yeah. just, that's what's amazing about him and his artistry. Like you can't describe it, or even put it like it's it's hip hop, but like the kind of shit that he does transcends any definable genre because it's not rock, it's not EDM, it's not techno, it's not this or that. He puts it in such a space where you're just like you're just in a different world when you're listening to Travis Scott's music. And you gotta listen to it during the nighttime. Just the nighttime is where it is, okay? You gotta be on some other type of shit, listening to Travis Scott's music and th- listening to this album. It was a f- it was a fun journey, but I will still told to this day it was not Astral World fun. Astral World was fun and still is fun. What do you read?
2: Th- what I rated I would I know. give it like I gotta know
1: eight point five.
2: All right, I can live with that.
1: Yeah, I could listen. I think this is gonna this album is gonna be up there among them. Okay, I think it's gonna be up there. And and I saved about like I want to say 10 out of like the 16 tracks. It is a good album. It is a fucking good album.
0: Yeah, we gotta we gotta get this joint some time. Like I said, I think this is one of those albums where it's gotta (laughs) marinate. And the one thing that I appreciate with is you could tell like TikTok was not a factor with this album. Like wasn't it wasn't like he was trying to throw things out there and see if they stick to TikTok. Like, he stayed true to the lane that he's been in since he came out, really. Listen, well, listen, since Rodeo. The, the real artists are going to do real artist things. And
1: Travis is, is a real down-to-earth fucking artist, okay? You yeah. you can tell in the, how he puts together his works that, like, yeah, he's not in this for like, you know, just to run the numbers up and give you, like, TikTok specials here and there. No, Like, he's giving you quality music. And like Mm -hmm. I said, look, you don't just... No artist that just puts music out there is going to put you and give you the kind of same feelings that Travis Scott does. Those audio adventures where you're just, like, put through all sorts of emotions and put into different dimensions and everything like that. Travis will do that to you. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't come by just, like, all right, I'm going to hop into the... Into the studio, record a couple songs and like a few songs that I like. I'm gonna put on the album. Uh, a couple songs I didn't like, I throw on the deluxe and just like whatever. No, he's he's meticulous, like that kind of level of like artist level meticulousness is what we kind of miss from a Kanye. Like, we want that. Ki- like, listen, Astro World came out back in like what, was it 2017? 2018?
0: Yeah, 2018, August
1: 5th, 2018. We got we took us five years. Five years until we got something else but that, Travis. But that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Naz, take your time,
0: Nas. Take your time, Nas. Okay, pause.
1: Pause, pause, and that was, that's, that's not fair to Nas because we can't compare. But two, certain artists, certain artists are afforded that luxury. When you're like a regular artist on a label, you're usually rushed to kind of produce more work because they got quarterlies. They got, like, you know, they got, what's it? numbers that they got to hit before the end of the year okay it's like listen yeah. you got to you got to produce something so you're kind of like on the clock and everything like that and like because they're it's like that and again that's why a lot of these artists are playing the TikTok game because it does numbers for the label and everything but as far as like quality music that comes out because of it the artistry suffers and unless you're that artist again you have to be like um a, what's it like Kanye West you have to be a Kendrick Lamar a Jay Cole Listen, even Drake can do that, but he chooses not to be yeah. that artist where he can just like listen. I'm gonna give you something, and I'm gonna wait, and like. But again, if he did that, he wouldn't be Drake as well. So it's like it's it's for him. He has a little bit of leeway and freedom to do what in that in that sort of space, and that's like his choice. But like, listen, I lo- I I can appreciate the artist that will give you that quality project, and you will have to just wait until they decide like okay now's the I'm inspired enough to give you another good quality project. So thank you to Travis Scott for not just rushing out after Astral World. Listen, we probably would have gotten this album a bit sooner had it not been for the, you know, the Astral World disaster and everything. But nevertheless, you know, a right amount of time prior to like you know, right amount of time between the last album and now for him to give us a quality piece.
0: Didn't disappoint. Yeah. Like I said, dog, uh, I I really like this album. We're gonna have to give it a couple years, dog. I think I do. I do still think it could be better than Astroworld World because Travis, to me, he's always elevated. He's always he's not ne- he's never like real Travis Scott fans has been fans of him from the beginning. Will always say like days before Rodeo or Rodeo is better than everything else. But I think it's like Rodeo and it's. Birds in the Trap, then it's Astroworld, and I think this is the next evolution. I think that's the way artistry really should work, dog. And I really think, like, that's the type of quality we got with this, dog. Like, the, the thing about it is, like, the features feel good, the background vocals feel good. Like, Sway Lee on Circus Maximus feels really good, you know. KC on Thank God feels really good. Like, a lot of these songs, dog, it's just they're put to like, Shaq West doing a little interlude on a meltdown is you fucking crazy is you fucking yeah? like, it's just like, there's like a, there's like a lot of just pieces that's like only somebody who's like a student of Kanye would be able to understand how to do that. Like only Kanye can do shit like this dog. And Travis Scott did it too. I mean, like, it's, it's great. Like you'll never see like a Drake do something like this or like a, like a, like, um, you know, just any other artist do do what Travis did with utopia. Great album. Enjoyed a lot. You know I mean, mm-hmm. and, and that's, like I said, we're going to be talking about that at the end of the year. Um, a lot of these albums for the sake of time, right? Cause we're like two hours 20 in here, for the sake of time, we're going to be moving a lot of these albums off to the next podcast. So like I said, um, we're gonna talk about a love letter to you five by Tra- trippy red on the next podcast. Ah. We're, gonna ta- we're gonna talk about World Music Radio by John Baptiste. Because remember, Ooh. guys, we, we didn't know who he was. Remember the one year we didn't know who he was when we did the Grammy John he won all those Grammys. I actually listened to one of his albums. He got he got fucking Lil Wayne on one of his albums. One of Lil Wayne's best verses is on on, on that on that album. So yeah, I'll send it to you. Listen to that. We'll talk about Sex, Money, Drugs by Lucky on the next album, on the next podcast. How Do You Sleep at Night, next podcast. And we'll listen to Diddy's new um, compilation oh, the next that, on yes. the next
1: podcast. I need to listen
0: yeah. to that. Yeah. So let's briefly talk about Rocket Power by Quavo. This is Quavo's second solo studio album. Um, Showing love to... Take off, rest in peace to take off. Rocket Power. Um, uh, but unfortunately, this ain't it, dog. Was this Offset on it. this album? Yeah, he's on Patty Cake, which okay, is like least... one of my favorite songs. The, this is the thing the intro goes hard. Intro goes hard. Then we get Patty Cake, which is the second song. Then we get Mama Told Me, which is all right. And then it just. It just gets bad, dog. All the way up until, like, uh, Turn Your Click Up with Future, which isn't even, like, a really good song. It's it's all right. You know what I mean? And then it gets bad again all the way until, yeah, the end, dog. So, like, I ain't going to lie. This song's like, a solid, like, four to me, dog. I get even lower than that, maybe, like, a 3.5, in that range, dog. I really wasn't feeling that. I do think, however, um, this week, um, Offset's album drops. So we're getting Offset's album this week. So we'll be talking about that on the next podcast as well. And I do think that's going to be some quality. That joint's like 20-something songs, though. So they got a lot of Cardi on there. He's got a lot of um features on there. This joint doesn't really have that many features on it. There's only like Baby Tron, or Baby Drill, I don't know who the fuck that is, and Honcho, we get, we got Young Thug, Future, and Takeoff. That's it. And it's 18 songs, 51 minutes. So I, I wasn't liking the length and I wasn't liking what I was hearing. I mean, I give it a four and for Rocket Power. Now, I'm going to let you take it off with this El Toro 2 real quick. You know what I mean? Give him a little brief with it. I didn't really listen to it. He I didn't Jesus. finish it. I didn't finish it. That's the thing. It's a solid, listen, it's a solid
1: project, but like, you know, you, if you're like a diehard ESTG fan, he goes gets back to like, you know, one of his producers that he's been working with forever rolling from like the earlier, like, mixtape days and whatnot. So it gives, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice. Return to form for um, um, ESTG. I, from what I've been listening to so far, I appreciate it. It's nice. Okay, I'll give it, all I'll right. give it like, I'll give it like a solid maybe like five, six.
0: Maybe, all right, this sounds about right for ESTG. All right, let's drop down. We're gonna get into the nitty gritty with it. Like I said, we're gonna, we're skipping three albums, right? We're skipping I'm the Problem by K. Michelle. We're gonna skip Gangster R2 because. Warren didn't get to listen to it yet. I did not even and, know it came out. And then we're going to skip uh, Earl Sweatshirt's album until next podcast we'll talk about.
1: I, you Warren. can give me that, because I am not listening here. to them hobo raps
0: together, bro. That, shit, that shit's crazy. You listen to that song, I sent you the Feet of Clay song. I listened to 15 seconds of that song, and I was like, I can't do it. That that the first time I heard that song, I was like, what the actual fuck am I listening to? Yeah, so we're gonna skip those. We're gonna get into the heat. This is the heat. That's your we're gonna talk about Scarlet by Doja Cat. Scarlet by Doja Cat. Now, let's get into the optics of this album first, right? She had a lot of like devil worship ac- accusations come out around the same time as this album. She even had a video where she dressed up as like a, a demon. It's called Demons. Um, Man, and, and people, like,
1: so only like fucking niggas took that shit. Like,
0: yeah, uh, people wasn't feeling that shit. So, uh, so like, oh,
1: what? Like, I, like, honestly, why are we still even giving? Like, it's just, ah, uh, look, it's so fucking.
0: Look, frustrating, I feel okay? you because I was very excited for this album. Once I seen like Doja Cat was back to rapping, once I peeped she was back to rapping, I was like, yo, I'm gonna fuck with this. I'm gonna like this project, and I did. I liked it a lot um it's like a pure rap album dog it's dope um it's dope dog so like the intro we got paint the town red which I told you i really don't care for TikTok. tock kind of fucked it up these bitches thinking they bad when they not i mean <laughs> when, they really, when they really when they when they really for all the dogs they really for all the dogs you know what I mean? demons yeah. is heat. I fuck with demons. I fuck with it. People don't like that John, but uh I, I like it. Wet Vagina is fire. That's probably my favorite song on the on the John uh, was Fuck this. the <laughs> fuck the girls. I didn't really care for it. Ouchies is okay. 97 is all right. Gun is okay. Go off is eh. Shut show is eh. Agora Hills, people love that song because it's like a pop-ish rap song. It's all right. I think it's all right. And then I'm just gonna tell you the rest of the album all the way to uh, the last song, cause I'll do like the last song, it's kinda mid. The project is good, there's no features on it, which was like, whoa, because if you guys remember, Planet Heard was a pop album and it was just, it was really good, people really liked it. I didn't really like it that much cause I I really don't like the pop shit that she does too much. I do like when she's like in her little rapping vein. Like I like Streets. I like the joint. She have with Gucci and stuff on there um the Hot Pink album. Um, you know, albums are like, I'ma give it like a 6.5, dog. Like a, um, I'ma give it a solid six. I'm gonna give it a solid six. It's 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 pretty good, dog. It's a little above average. I'm I'm kind of hoping to waiting to see what she does next because this just kind of feels like a hold off till something. It didn't do very well sales wise. Yeah, I mean compared to her last album, which really? is just like a yeah. I think this joint only did like I maybe I, I maybe may lying with this, but I think it only did like seventy k first week, which is bad for because I think her her last album did like. I I don't know. I gotta look it up. I'll look it up. But yeah, man. I don't know if it's just niggas being turned off. Look, I just Googled Doja Cat and the first thing that came up was Doja Cat Devil. Like it's just like why, man? Like why why are y'all like this? Uh
1: like 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 aside from that, she also did kind of diss her fans like I think a week prior to that. So like Yeah, uh, yeah. Then, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, she did 72 um 72. Thousand 72k your first week. Damn, man,
1: (laughs) she went. Granted, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's bad for her, dog. I was surprised by that because, like I said, she, 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 her last album, I got to see what planet her did. I mean, and by the way, talking about sales doesn't mean it's a bad album or a good album because you told me sales, sales is one thing, okay, quality is another. Yeah, because um, Utopia had crazy sales, and that was because of bundles and shit. They were literally giving away um, vinyls. I have a Utopia vinyl. Like, I got for $5. How? Because I bought a t-shirt. Big what? I bought a Damn. t-shirt. I bought a t-shirt. It was an extra $5 to get the vinyls. So I was like, all right. I get, I get it. It was $5. It boosts the sales. You know what I mean? That's why they did it. Planet Her did a hundred a hundred K first week. So like I said, mm-hmm. big drop off. Big drop off for her. I mean, cause this Doja Cat is a she a problem. She's a problem. I mean. Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. Next album we're still gonna talk he, about is still think she's an industry plan, but all right, cool. Yeah, she is. But next album we're gonna talk about is only me. Falling or Flying by Georgia Smith. That's my baby. I love her. She's beautiful. I, I want her. I want her. I want her to be with her. I love her so much. She makes beautiful music, dog. Beautiful woman. Beautiful music. I've been waiting for this for a long time because she... The thing with Georgia is ever since she did her first um, album, right, she's been doing, like, these small-ass projects. Like, they're just, like, seven songs and shit. So you can barely call it, like... A fucking album. You know what I mean when she did Lost and Found, what was that? That was 2018, right? That was 12 songs. When she did Be Right Back, which I love that album, only eight songs. So I was I was waiting for her to do something big, like give us like a big project with a lot of music. Give us that jazz cafe Starbucks music that I want from her. And she 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 did, she came, she came correct. The 16 songs. 44 minutes, great runtime, right? Nice little features in there, you know what I mean? The only one I really knew was uh, Jay Huss, which is, a, uh, I think he's a UK Afrobeats artist. Um, intro is fire, I love Try Me, dog. Cool. Great song, She Feels is good, Little Things is a banger, that was like the lead single. Um, Feelings is good. A lot of great music on here, dog. You gotta be like into that, like I call it like Starbucks Cafe, um, jazz club type music. It's really good. I mean, this, this is for the niggas that think I all I listen to is fucking trap and rap. I listen to other shit. Let I mean, me ask
1: you though, like, did you listen to uh, Cleo Soul when she since she dropped? No, nah, you talking about Gold? Well, she she pulled the Nas and kind of yeah, like she dropped. Yeah, it's it's called Gold, right? Well, she dropped, let me try to think, let me let me see the two projects here, because she dropped one and then two, like, a week or two weeks later dropped another.
0: Yeah, it's Cleo Soul Gold, yeah. I got it in my, um, my, uh. It's, it's Heaven, Heaven dropped first and then Gold. Oh, no, nah, I just got Gold. Yeah, Heaven I'm dropped, a, like, like a week prior. I'm a, I'm a Pete. I'm a Pete. Cause I I I seen it on there on the new music and I was like, all right, you know what I mean? It was you know what I mean. The same people that kind of listened to Georgia Smith was listening to that John So I was like, all right, I'm a peep. I'm a peep. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nice little listen. Um, but this John I really like it. She gave us the project that I felt like I've been waiting for for a long time. And I love my girl. I love Georgia Smith. She makes really good music. I'm gonna give it like. I'm gonna give it like an eight, dog. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight, cause I do think it's really, really good, dog. I think it's really good. I enjoy the project. I'm gonna be listening to it for the next couple months. That's gonna be my background noise when I'm like editing and stuff like that. Like it. I really like it. Mm. All right, we got two more albums for y'all. And then we ending this bitch, y'all. We got the fix before the six. Lil Wayne, I'm gonna let you hey. take it. I'm gonna let you take it. Go ahead.
1: Kind of like what we was discussing in pre production. It's kind of like we don't hold this to any sort of like hard standards because it's like, yeah, this is like, listen, mixtape. Let me give you something to let you know I've been working, but like, don't expect this to be on the album. This is just to kind of like hold you over and whatnot. And my takeaway from it is like, listen, man, Wayne, Wayne is eternal. All right. The man can still rhyme his ass off. All right? The man is going crazy. At least on a couple of these joints, I. Uh, but <laughs> let me ask you. I want to ask you this. What, 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 what did you think about when you heard Titty Boy for the first time?
2: It was alright.
1: I just I just thought it was kind of wild where it's like you're rhyming like crazy before you know it, he's just like saying titties, 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 titties. titties. Like in a, almost like an EDM bounce type of way. Where I'm just like, imagine just riding around and you just hear a nigga just blasting a, a nigga just saying titties over and over again. Like that yeah. that is kind of wild to me, conceptually speaking. Like but overall, this is a, this is you know solid. Like it's it's solid. I I don't I wouldn't even like dignify it as get into giving it a rating because it's like again like what what this is prepping you for is Carter Six so like when Carter Six comes we gonna see what like you know he's coming with and like listen I I've been saying this before in previous podcasts before when it comes to Wayne and whenever he drops features and everything like that he he I look forward to whenever he drops now I'm at a space right now where it's like I'm enjoying hearing his voice again so like yeah listen when Carter Six drops we we best believe we we'll are be gonna be on top of that
0: yeah. Yeah, this ain't it. I ain't gonna lie. This ain't this this ain't it, dog. Like I, I was I was hyped. I seen it. I was like, yeah, we in there. I heard act up. I'm like, all right. What did they like trade verses? Like John Petit Baptiste got on this. John, he got on his song. Birds, I didn't really like. Slip was cool. Cat food is all right, but I don't like the beat. The beats really fucking annoying. But that's always been a Wayne thing. Wayne is like. He's got a weird beat selection, dog. Even if you, like, Google, like, Lil Wayne-type beat on on, on uh, YouTube, if you type in, like, Lil Wayne-type beat, like, they're all, like, strange-ass beats. Like, he's, like, really weird with his beat selection. You know what I mean? Um, Tuxedo is, he just trying to give Euro a check. That's his guy, man. You know, he's trying to make sure his, his young money niggas eat. To the bank is fucking fire, dog.
1: It is. That's the song I saved. This shit's that shit's fire.
0: That that shit's fire. Chanel number five is good. It's good, no yeah. New, no new bitches is all right. Titty boy is it's all right. Titties. And then, and then good morning. Just uh, I was like, all right. It, 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 that, no, like no, you you could you could have skipped good morning because that's literally like the intro song
1: to undisputed
0: uh, yeah. on
1: FS one. So it's like eh, like yeah. they just threw that in there.
0: Yeah, I'd give it like a five if I had to rate. it's it's, an average. it's yeah,
1: look, an average. Again, it, it's just a whole it's just a holdover. So I don't have a like a lot of like expectation when it comes to, you know, yeah, when it comes to this at all. So like, yeah, listen, we we will evaluate Wayne and where he stands when Carter Six drops.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Just the moment y'all been waiting for. We're going to podcast right now. Say nine. Nah, for all the dogs. Drake just came out two days ago. We are not going to rate this album. We're going to rate it on the next podcast. This what? Thing, you're going to rate it on the next podcast? Yeah, because I what? I feel as though it's been two days. I didn't yeah, get good. to listen to it in the car yet. I need <sighs> to hear. I need to hear these slaps in the car, dog. I played it on stream. We've listened to it on stream. If you follow me at twitch.tv slash blazexinferno, we listened to a couple songs on stream. I was fucking with it. I was liking it. I was liking the bass in my headphones and stuff. I need to hear it in my fucking car, dog. All right? I need to hear I don't give a fuck in my car, dog. I got to hear that joint in my car. I got to hear the Yachty joint in my car, dog. I got to hear them shits, them dumb shits in my car, dog. Because that's gonna that's a defining factor. You know what I mean? But Warren, we're gonna give you your take first. Because my take, my take, I know what people wanna hear. They wanna hear my take, dog. They wanna hear what I what I got to say. We're gonna make you wait. Warren, go ahead, dog. It's a, it's a solid album. It's better than like Certified Lover Boy.
1: And Definitely. like I wouldn't even compare it to the 21 Savage joint, but like as a standalone project by itself, like again, solid. But, again, when it comes to somebody like Drake, do at this point, and especially at this point where it's like he's still, you're looking at him for, like, you know, chart-topping numbers. Like, he's still within the prime of his, his career where we're looking for the next thing to drop. Like, we're expecting classics at this point. We're expecting things that are going to be, like, defining the generation. And, honestly, it's seeming, it's... I think we're at a point right now where, to me, it's sounding all the same to me. Like, are we... It's almost like he's doing, he's like a soft boy's version of future. Facts. Where it's like, I, I'm a, I'm the toxic man, male and all I talk about is like relationships and the women I deal with and all that kind of stuff. And at a certain point, like, nigga, I'm 30 years old. Right? I, 30, he'll
0: be 37 yeah, in two weeks. Yeah, I'm <laughs> younger than this nigga and I'm Remember sorry. That, like y'all. Remember and I'm he'll kinda, be 37 in two weeks.
1: And I'm kind of in that space where I'm like, he's he's kind of making music for the 20-year-old niggas who are still in that, like, immature, like, mm-hmm. I, and mm-hmm. immature adversarial relationships where it's, like, all about getting over on your partner in a way. And I'm just like, I, I'm kind of done that. I'm kind of done hearing that, too, as well, at least from that kind of artist, where it's like, where's the growth? Like, the only growth that we get from him is him admitting that he has a kid. That, like, yeah. Like I'm including my kid. I have one. I'm not hiding him anymore because I was. I almost kind of had to do that against my own will because another man pointed that out to y'all guys. But nevertheless, um, this is like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm t- I'm tired of like toxic masculine rap from a guy who's like, you should be just chilling out right now and just talking to me about like, I, I, like he should be on his four forty four Drake tip right now. He should be on his like. He gave or, us that with a. M., eight a.m. in Charlotte. One song versus an entire project. I don't want to hear like I don't want to. Like, we'll I don't want to hear like you know little glimpses of of like your growth. Look at somebody like J. Cole, for example. All right, J. Cole and his artistry and his which is most, on the which album, which is on the projects that he came out with. I can I'll, I can, you can cr- like chronicle his growth as a human being. Look at how old J. J-, J. Cole is right now.
2: What do you mean?
1: Look up how old J. Cole is right now.
2: Isn't he like thirty-six? Thirty-eight. He,
1: run, he was born around in nineteen eighty-five. Sa- nineteen eighty-five I arrived. <laughs> around the same close around the same age as Drake, but you can see yeah. in his music, we're talking about a man that was in his twenties and he's talking about fucking bitches and doing all this type of stuff and everything like that. Chronicling him to the point where he is to like Four still yeah, drives
0: thirty eight. God damn!
1: Four still drives K O D fall off and everything like that. He's not the content isn't the same. It's not the same. He'll give you the same rapper bars, obviously, because that like, you know that's eternal. He'll always be like you know I'm better than you mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I like that type of shit. Okay, talk your shit. Yeah, I like, but that like too. But as a human being, he's a he's like even when he wants to get vulnerable and talk about the things that are going on in his life and what he's thinking about and everything like that, he's giving me mature bars. He's giving me mature perspectives. He's giving me the, the insights of a man who's grown, in, grown up in front of us, chronicling his life experiences. Drake, for the amount of times he's, you know, produced and given us music, I've, I still don't know who the fuck this nigga is. He's still somewhat of a mystery to me. All I get that, like, all I get from him, and it seems like his, his defining characteristic is I'm a nigga that fucks a lot of women. And like, y- y- your girl over there, I fucked her, and I was there first. And she might be dating another nigga, but like, best believe I was there, I'm still, and I'm gonna give her new nigga some new bars because I'm petty like that. And for some odd reason, niggas think that kind of shit is fly. Like, I just, listen, I save that it. shit. Save that shit for the Jack Harlow's because he can do that shit. I keep saying, like, if Jack Harlow Jeez. was making music, yeah, like, but more like, listen, more like Jack Harlow because, like, we we were, the critique was, like, he sounded a lot like Drake in, the, in a sense. But now I'm thinking about it, like, remember when I would always say, like, if Jack Harlow was making music back when we was in college, that this shit would be the move. Because, yeah, at that age, I was on that type of time. Now I'm in a space right now where I'm just like, okay, nigga, you kind of grown now. What more is there left? Like he is a phenomenal artist when it comes to experimenting with different sounds. It's just content that I'm wanting to see a bit more growth from. Mm-hmm. I want to see more from him on a content level, as opposed to like because like listen, that's not to take away from him as an artist. Because like yeah, we've we've mentioned this several times as well, the man can adapt new sounds and pull them into the mainstream and then foot into different flows. We didn't criticize him for that dance album because we understand that's the space that he can be in. All that, like he is still a phenomenal artist, but at the same time, when you're giving me an album like this, now I'm looking at you like, okay, you're in your space now. You're in your groove. This is your hip hop, rap, R&B type shit right here. And it's still sounding like you from back when. Yeah, I I think this is
0: this is not to cut you off. I think this is like to Drake, at least, this is like the Magnum Opus, dog. This is like the this is like the this is probably gonna be like the album before retiring me because like I said, not to cut you off. He said right after the album dropped, right? He was he was he was he was was on a radio station the whole night until 6 a.m. when the album dropped, and he said he was gonna be taking like probably like the next two, three years off to just kind of focus on his health. I, people are speculating he's got some type of health issue or something like that. Cause he said he, he's going to talk about it later. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, this is like probably like the album before the album he about to go off on. So just keep that in mind too. I listen, I,
1: I think it's probably just him recognizing that he needs to like space it out similar to like how all these all these other artists of his caliber are doing. You need to space that shit out. I like, I'm at a space right now where I'm kinda Facts. getting tired of hearing I'm getting tired of hearing him all the goddamn time.
0: But I feel like in, all right this is the part of the podcast where certain people are gonna be saying I'm Dick riding, I'm glazing shit. I'm here for it because I'm ready to argue facts over opinions because with music everything is subjective so there's there's really little facts and there's all opinions right but i'm gonna let warren finish
1: i mean this is, again there's nothing much left for me to say other than like it's a solid project but a similar to my take with clb when it comes to a, an artist of this caliber we're not looking for all right it was all right We're looking for you to kind of like smash it out the park. Give us something new. Give us something that's going to make us uh, talk about like, you know, what was said in the music for years to come. Like you were saying, like, uh, nothing was the same and take care. Those are like bona fide classics. Those things were genre defining and like changed the game in a way from like his artistry standpoint. Now I don't see a lot of growth in the content. Like you're still rapping in a sense of like, you're still rapping like the bitter X from Take Care. All right, we're in Marvin's room all over again. Only a little more toxic. Like I don't want to hear this shit no more from you, dog. I want to see. No, it, I want to. I want see some growth. I want to see some no, growth I as. A, I want to see him, the human being, the father. All right, I want to see him rapping like a dad. All right, I want to see. Yeah, no, you, yeah. I want to see. I want to like you know. I wanna him talking shit about like okay, his investments or something like that. Okay, if you're gonna stun on niggas like that, don't stun on me. Talk about who you are fucking anymore. Like I don't want to hear mm-hmm. that shit no more. All right. Yeah. Like, come on, we all, we, like, we all, like, your audience, I want to hope, grew up with you, all right, and doesn't want to hear that shit no more, unless you want to continuously make music for the young demographic and stay in that mental space, and I don't want that for you. I want better for you in that regard.
2: Mm-hmm. What do you rate it? Six.
0: Six! Fair, <laughs> fair. Came out on October 6th at 6 a.m.,
1: just a drop
0: of six. And he gave him a six. Warren might be a devil worshipper. All right, gosh. Right. Hmm. Right, let's get into it. The, the glazing, y'all been waiting for the dick riding. My, my, <laughs> Can my, you my stop calling it a glazing okay, dog? Let me get my like... let me get let me get the condoms ready, everything. <laughs> <all right. laughs> listen, I don't care what niggas think, dog, because I tell people all the time, like Drake ain't even like my top three favorite like rappers all the time. He's like, he's probably like four or five, maybe five. Yeah, I mean, number five on that list. You know, I I enjoy Drake's music. I enjoy what he gives us. I mean, and he's given us classic after classic after classic after classic after classic after classic after classic. After classic. So many years, dog. He's been on one of the craziest runs I've ever seen. Like, I tell people all the time, I didn't even like Drake when he first came out. Didn't even like the nigga. I didn't like the nigga till Take Care came out. You know what I mean? So it's just like me being on that wave is just like, wow. Like I've i like Warren said, I've grown up with him. And um this was something I wanted to say, like when we're talking about Nas, but I until now. Like Drake just gave us four albums in the span of like a year. Really. A year. What was that? Last last um no, two years because um September 2021, we got CLB. And then the following summer of 2022, we got Honestly Nevermind. And then what was that November of last year? We got the 21 yeah. Savage album. And then now we I have lost. Yeah, now we have For All the Dogs. So we've we've been on this really weird ride. Um with drake as an artist dog and it's like what listening to this album for all the dogs made me realize something right it made me realize that it made me really realize like how far drake is really came but how long really was the like journey i mean like where did he go yeah i mean like where did he go on 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 this journey dog and it's kind of like one of those things where it's like i, I wanted to describe it like this right like Drake has lived on the same block for 10 years and like all of his neighbors have either grown up or moved out and new people have moved in and he's just been in the same house. That's kind of like how I would describe Drake. Like the journey has been really shallow because he's been in the same place, but that place has been at the top. For so many years, dog. Like, I'm not even trying. Like, I said, like, people want to call it dick ride. Let's call facts facts, dog. When this man dropped God's plan, dog, it was just. And I don't even like God's plan like that. But when he dropped it, it was just. It seemed like just the world fucking froze, dog. It just seemed like everything was God playing. Did you listen to God's playing? God's playing. God's playing. God's playing. God's playing. Dog, when Views came out, it was like, Views, 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 Views. When he surprise dropped, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. It was like, dog, It's just it's, it's just like, Drake has given us so fucking much material, so much music from um so far gone till now it's just it's crazy dog to just really think like where it all came from and it's like we've gotten to this point i think it started at views it, it, for me at least it started with views where we've kind of seen the um he he reached the the climax like, Views, for me, was, like, the the climax for Drake. That was, like, the highest point he ever... It was, like, when he got to Views, it was, like, dog. he's never going to top this. He's never going to top this shit. He's never going to, like, sales-wise, hit-wise, like, there's so much good music on Views that had me just, like, dog. Like, he's never going to be able to top this moment in history because Views came out of the time, like... You know, Warren was graduating high school. I'm going through it with a, like one of my longest relationships. Like 2016 was like a year. It was a year for me, dog. Right? It's a year for all of us. But I feel like that's when we started to come out of our adolescence. We're 22 going on 23. You know, we're growing up, drinking, partying, all that shit is starting to cut like slowly. Well, for you, my niggas. Run out of their system. Yeah, you know I mean, we starting to get into who we're gonna be for the rest of our lives. And Drake remained the same from then till now, right? He's changed musically, flow wise, the people right. he works with, things of that with. nature. Yeah, you know what I mean, but at the same, it's like at at his core, Drake is still remain Drake. We haven't got the four forty four of Drake yet. We haven't gotten that. You know what I mean. But it's it's weird to say, man, because I like almost gotta applaud Drake for the moves that he makes because he knows what he's doing. While everybody else is playing checkers or they're they're playing their cards close to their hand. It's like it's like Drake is just not afraid to do what he like just drop all the chips and make everybody else move on his time because that's what he that's what he does dog. even though we talk about clb being like kind of ass i mean i have an appreciation for it now because before this album came out for all the dogs i went back and i actually listened to clb and i'm like dog, this wasn't as bad as we thought it was it just needed time it needed time right and that's why i made like time such a big thing when we talked about utopia because again like like, it took me 10 years to really realize like i always used to dick ride take care like that's the group that's that is my favorite album of all time of all time that is my favorite album of all time right so it's like I dick ride that album so much. Like, yo, like this album is the the greatest. This is his best. But like me growing up and maturing was realizing that nothing was the same as his best album, dog. And what people want from Drake is literally on that album. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that, that line Jay-Z said, like, you want to hear my old shit? Listen to my old album. You know what I mean? Going by my old shit. You know what I mean? And like, Mm I've always applauded Jay-Z for moving that way. Like, I'm going to just keep doing different shit. Like, as much as I don't like Magna Carta, Holy Grail, I went back and listened to it and realized, like, that's just the, the the growth in his music. That's where he was at that time. That's where he was. With Drake, Drake is in a place where he, I think, like, and this is just me thinking. Like I said, a lot of people won't call it Dick riding, Whatever. I mean, right He's fucking with so many other people. And I think he's so tapped into the youth that I don't think a lot of artists can do that. Like really tap in with the youth. Like you got to, you got to think, right? Drake grew up with us. We're grown now. We're grown now, but we have a whole generation behind us that also grew up with Drake dog that are still young. Like my sisters, my sisters are 21 going on 22, dog. They've essentially grown up with Drake at 10 years old, 11, 12 years old. They heard Drake. They heard, you know, just hold on, we're going on. They heard that. They heard, I was running through the six with my woes. They heard controller, um, um, one dance. You know what I mean? They grew up with that. So now they they, Drake is at a place where it's like, He's got got to cater to the old heads, which are the people that are older than us, that grew up with Drake. You know what I mean? People his age that grew up with Drake, right, grew up with his music, was partying when we were still in high school and shit, was hearing him in the club. You know what I mean? He's got to appease to those niggas. He's got to appease to us, and he's got to appease to the younger generation, which before we started this podcast— we talked about it. the kids run this generation just like we did. You got to think, teach me how to jerk. Who was that appeasing to? That wasn't appeasing the niggas that was listening to fucking the biggie and, and rock him and all that shit. They was appeasing to us. The niggas that were still in high school, getting ready to go to college, getting ready to party. It appeased to us. So at that time when we were 18, 19, 20, all of that music, that's why, like, it it finally clicked to me when I listened to this album because me and Warren talked about it when I was at his house not too long ago. I've been listening to a lot of music from, like, 2013, 2014 when we were in college, and I had, and it was, like, it was taking me on a trip, like, wow, all this music is amazing. Like, this is time, a lot of this timeless music, ASAP Rocky's album, fucking Schoolboy Q's album, all that shit sounds dope as shit. It's like it takes me back. And then I had to think, look, look who controls the charts now. Who controls TikTok now. Look who controls all of that. The kids, dog. You know what I mean? The 20-year-olds, the 21-year-olds, the kids that are in college, the ones that are going to the clubs, buying the bottles, buying the shots for the girls, going through heartbreaks with their with they high school or college sweetheart. That type of, they control the music. It, dog, we're literally looking at everything in reverse, though. And I need everybody to see this. Think about it. When we were growing up and we're listening to a, a Lollipop by Lil Wayne, what were the old heads saying? Oh, this is garbage. Give me, give me Nas. Give me this. Give me that. It's just the evolution, baby. This is just the evolution of music, dog. We've we've outgrown what is the popularity right now. We've outgrown that because it's not for us, dog. It's not for us. It's not for us. Just like old heads be like, I'd rather listen to Ready to Die or DMX or Illmatic and all that shit. We're at the age where we'll say, We'll rather listen to Carter three or take care or nothing was the same or fucking, uh, um, um, what's it? uh, good kid, mad city, a uh, um, um, born center. We'd rather listen to that. It's just history repeating. But the only problem is Drake knows who to cater to. It's not us no more dog. I didn't go to a Drake concert. Did you? but I bet you these kids did these kids that still live at home with mommy and daddy. Yeah. They they went to that. They went to his concert. They paying the bills. They are paying the bills. We paying our bills, making sure I, a roof over our head. I ain't got money to go see no motherfucking $300. To go see Drake. But these kids do. He's catering to that generation. He, and, and, and it's crazy because Drake's the only artist that can still do that because he's grown up with three different generations the people his age us and like my sister's generation you know what i mean he's able to do that he's able to do that dog like you gotta really think dog like everything repeats itself whereas like we're we're looking at all this new shit the trippy reds the the little oozies like ah man that that shit's corny man give me the give me give me the Kendrick Lamar the J Cole that's because we grew up with the, that was our music that's our generation the 2012 2013 2014 2015 2016 that's us dog it's my thing for, is my
1: thing is my thing is this okay i think it's beyond like it's not that we have a problem with the content of the music, say, if we're, if we're coming from somebody that was of that generation. Like, we, I don't criticize young artists doing young artists things. I will listen to those young artists and say, hear, those con- hear the content in which they have in their music. And I'm not there holding them to the same, you know, standard as, like, an older artist would. It's like, yeah, you're young. You're supposed to be saying these sorts of things. And I can vibe out to it because in that mind frame, like, similar to, like, when I was telling you I was listen- when we listened to Jack Harlow. Like, yeah, it's of that mind frame. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I fucked with it because it's good. It's pretty good sounding music, but you know, yeah. Like it, it doesn't cater to my particular demographic, yeah. but it is what it is. Yeah. yep. Yeah. My question and, is when it, my question is when it comes to Drake is how long does that last before it becomes corny? Because you're an old man doing that.
0: Listen, listen, I think it's starting to get corny now, dog. I real with yeah. And I think that's the critique here. We're just like, I all think, right, we're, I think I think we're not I seeing think... anything growth. You're,
1: it's like for some an artist of your caliber, why, like, whatever happened to? I'm I'm at a space right now where I can make the music that I want, rather than I have to placate to the younger generation or like I, I draw the line. Of eventually, this nigga using Gen Z language in the, in his music and shit. Okay, Where it's like, dog, do you really need to sound like this? Do you really need to do all this when you are somebody who are is so powerful that you don't need to do the numbers game you don't need yeah, to do yeah it like this to kind of like to, to, to put the numbers you're drake we've we
0: seen that well honestly, honestly never mind i'll answer that for you right it, it, when i first listened to this album right we won't get into the album review right with all that said and done i need y'all to keep that in your mind pack it away and let's think about the album right like i said Drake has gotten, he's 30, he's about to be 30 fucking seven, dog. He's too old to be doing songs with Lil Yachty talking about, yeah, I mean, like, it's too old for that, right? He's too old for that. But who's to say Drake ain't making the music that he wants to make? I mean, plus, I'll even, I like I said, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not his friend. I don't know this nigga at, at all, besides what he gives us in interviews, which he never does. But he he gave an interview with Lil Yachty where he was just kind of like, he was on a type of time where you could tell, like, Drake is afraid to fail because he knows. And I think he knows now by now that regardless if he knocks it out the park or not, niggas are going to hate. Because that's just where he's at, dog. Everybody's going to be like, oh, it's not like this. You, d- you, it's not better than this. But it's, th- it's just like, There's going to be this constant because he's Drake, dog. He's the biggest. He's the biggest machine on the planet. I'm going to say he's just like Cardi B. He's a machine, dog. He's literally a machine, dog, that's afraid to fail. You could tell he's afraid to fail, but at the same time, he's accepted that people aren't going to always fuck with him and and, and fuck with what he does. And people are going to look at him like he's strange and this, that, and the third. And he's him. I mean, he's him. And I'll never take that away from any man, and neither should any of you. Any and no no other, no other man, right? And I'm not saying you're wrong, Warren. I'm just kind of speaking to the people that kind of like. No other man should judge another man, dog, by what they do. Oh, he's 37 years old with, with with cornrows or he's doing this, he's doing that. The only thing that I don't fuck with that he does is the finger painting the finger thing, because just, I don't, no, no man should be doing that, right? No man, right? Do what you gotta but, do, man. <laughs> but, but all this shit, like, dog, like I said, like, just too much, dog. And I feel like when you become so comfortable with yourself, you just don't care. And I think that's where Drake is. You feel it on his album. Like, I had to question myself, when I listen to Virginia Beach, dog, cause I'm like, you know, Drake usually kills the intro. The intro is usually like the, the hardest song on the album. Just think of all of the intros on every Drake album. They go, they go to the fuck in dog. They go like legend on, um, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. You know I mean, over my dead body on take care Tuscan leather on fucking nothing was the same free smoke on fucking, uh, no yeah more life and you got uh scorpions got a uh survival yeah i mean it's just he always nails the intro dog and it was like but this intro is like totally different it's totally different i was just like man my man got the auto tune going crazy like 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 he one of these little young niggas it's just like yo this is crazy but he was still giving the bars. He was still. It was like an evolution thing. So then we move into the next song, which I didn't think I really liked that John too much. Whatever that. I gotta pull up the track list. So like I said, this album just came out too. Yeah, Amen with Tizo touchdown. a yeah, shout out Tizo touchdown because like I said, he's working with a lot of, a lot of niggas, dog. You know what I mean, a lot of niggas. I didn't really like that John, but the calling for you song, I was like, this, this is the one. This is this the Drake. Even though he's doing all the the auto tune and I, I fell in love, all the little you just you appreciate the evolution what he's doing and the 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 sound the sound is something different for Drake. Even though a bunch of young niggas do it, dog. And we got Fear of Heights, which is a fucking Fear of Heights. Fear of Heights and Daylight are are hidden gems though, because they're like literally like an ode to older Drake songs. Like I feel like, I mean that's it. Then we got first person shooter with J Cole, fucking f- flames, dog, f- fucking. Like I said when that song came out, I said it this day. I will say it again on the podcast on October sixth, right, twenty twenty three. If you had a white mom and a black dad, you was winning. Mixed niggas was up that day. We was up. We had oh. two. Yeah, two of the best mixed niggas in the game on a song together. We was up, nigga. We was up, dog. We was up. Who's the most desirable niggas on the planet that day, dog? You might still be. I don't know. But he was winning that day. If you had a white mom and a black dad, you was you was you was you was that nigga that day, dog. Then we got I don't give a fuck with Yee. And Yeet he appeases to the newer generation. I mean, and we see Drake doing the Yeet thing, and it's just like, whoa, this ain't Drake, but it's fire. That's what I was saying. I'm like, this is heat. Like, this is fucking heat. You know what I mean? Then we got 79, 69, Santa. I like that, Jonah. Sorry. We got Slime You Out, which is a fucking heat. That was just the single Heat, Heat, Heat. Bahama Promises. I actually don't remember that, Jonah. Alright, John. Tried our best is good. Screw the world is fucking fire. It's um, if I ruled the world, but I think like uh, like DJ Screw did it. Shout out DJ Screw, mm-hmm. rest in peace, DJ Screw. Uh, Drew Picasso's good. Members only is like classic Drake. PND and Drake, this is like 2015 Drake, that's the vibe I was getting from it. What will Pluto do? Is fucking... that's like probably like my favorite song on the joint, dog? I ain't gonna lie, that's probably like my favorite joint. We got all the parties with Chief Keith, we had Chief Keith on the track out. We had Chief Keith on a track out. I was like, yo, this, this is nice, dog. He had the little Chief Keith, um, um. Um, flow going for a minute. We had 8 a.m. in Charlotte, which you know, anytime he gives you a time and place, it's on, it's popping. That song's fucking phenomenal. BBL Love inter- interludes, all right? Gently, that's something for the, the Latin community. Shout out to the Latin community. Rich Baby Daddy is a mess. I don't know why Sexy sexy just... Shouldn't have been on that, John. Just gonna say it. But Another Late Night was nice, but it was like nice and like a... If like x and yadi did he not drake and yadi i mean away from home is good like closer and then like polar opposites is i love it dog i love it i love it i love it i like the album dog i'm gonna give it a solid eight give it a solid eight dog (sighs) giving it a solid eight dog if I had to go off for of right now, dog, because I know I dick-rotted with the last Drake album with the 21 Savage on, but that joint really was he. I think I gave it like a 9 or a 10, and it stays there, nigga. That that 21 Savage project was great. It was great. It was short. It was sweet. It got to the point. This joint's got a little too many throwaways on it, but they're like Drake throwaways. So they're like, it's like, all right, thank you for the song. But, like, you could have kept this joint off. It's kind of like Views. Like, Views, to me, is a, like, 10 out of 10 album. No lie. Like, no bullshit. But it has, like, a lot of, like, filler. Like, hype. Like, hype. That song, I really didn't care for too much. Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, filler on that joint, dog. So, you know what I mean? I give it an 8. And I'm excited to see what Drake do next, dog. Because it's it's only up, dog. When you at the top, dog. I'ma quote I'm a cool DJ Academics, dog. My fave, my favorite. who who's your top five? Cause my top five is Drake, 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 and Drake, nigga. Like, what? Like, like, dog, like real shit. Like, who's better than Drake, dog? Who who's doing numbers better than Drake? I just saw the Billboard join this morning. That man's got 20 songs in the top 20, dog. Seems like uh What he doing is still working, dog. But like I said, niggas love to hate, dog. Niggas love to hate. I mean, like I I said, and listen, I'm going to just say it like this. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, from a fan perspective, from fans and my perspective, he dropped one of the worst fucking albums of his career with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Won a Grammy.
2: Still his worst. Again,
0: to um, his fans. Uh, to who? To his fans. Even his fans I, say he, this is dog. Even dog, cut it out. Even his fans say that's his. That's his. It's definitely not better have, than fucking. Yeah, it's definitely better than damn. That's for
1: goddamn sure.
0: Damn's not easy,
1: not hard to beat, but it's still damn one of guys and that's a, that's a make-up Pulitzer Prize, okay? I don't believe that bullshit. Look, man,
0: I'm just trying to tell you, you gotta stop looking at the awards and the optics and all that other shit, dog. You got you so even if I'm gonna it.
1: evaluate it on the quality of the album, you already know how I feel about it. It's a good album.
0: It's a good album. I, I like it now that I'm going through a lot of the shit that he's talking about on it. I mean, it's cool. I you mean, know? it's cool. But like I said, dog. People say he's like his worst joint, dog. Just trying to let y'all know, man. Y'all understand, ne- I'm looking at these, the- these award shows and all this other shit. Oh, man, he only sold this much, man. Like I said, dog, like, my favorite album by Kendrick ain't the one that everybody else's favorite album is. It's To Pimp a Butterfly. People love Good Kid M.A.D. City, but I think To Pimp a Butterfly was Masterpiece. Way, way better, in my opinion. Way better. You're entitled. You're entitled to believe they're that. Entitled, but trust me. Listen. Entitled. Hmm. Just trying to tell y'all niggas, man, stop it, stop it, dog, hmm. stop it. Because the one thing about it is the numbers don't lie. The numbers, the the numbers ain't lying. People are saying the album's trash, but the, the shit is in rotation. Niggas are listening to it. Like I, I waited. Yeah, till but, the, yeah, but wait, niggas. Hold on, hold on. niggas. I, I waited till the end to say this, right? Utopia, right, sold all these numbers. So it did all these sales because of bundles and shit. But not one song was in the was in the top five of Billboard. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like you gotta stop looking at everything else, dog, and just form your own opinion, rock with it. Don't look at what Instagram's saying, what this is saying, what that is saying, because Drake's still on top in his shows. It fucking shows, dog.
1: Yeah, it fucking listen, shows. But he's at a point in his career where I honestly believe he can be too similar to like Kanye, you can be too big to fail, and no matter what you produce, even if it is substandard quality, people are gonna rock with it because the name yeah. like you had this you had this critique when it came to, to Kendrick as well, and I think it's it is valid where it's like people will pretend like they're say, that they're seeing something and are rocking with it just because like it's it's a it's a Kendrick album. You want to think that it's deep because it makes you look as if like it's deep, or you're rocking with it because it's very popular. But the quality just isn't there when it really isn't there. It 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 harbors it harbors people from being very like uh, objective whenever they're evaluating a piece. And mm-hmm. I feel that way I felt that way about Kanye for years now. Where it's like, yeah, Jesus was terrible. I was surrounded by people who constantly told me that Jesus was the greatest thing to ever come out since sliced bread. It was awful. But again, we're at a space right now where it kind of can fart on a track and like it's going to be the greatest thing that ever has come out. I feel as though that that's, there are certain artists where it's like you're too big to fail at this point. And no matter what, like Eminem, this is, that's my biggest gripe when it comes to Eminem. Eminem will give you
0: like shit. Utter shit. That, that's cat though, because you seen that when Revival came out, it was utter shit. Niggas hated it, and it didn't well, do look, good. Look, okay.
1: Question: Niggas hated it because niggas don't rock with Eminem like that. But his core, the
0: white, the white niggas didn't like it neither. No, the white people loved it. What are you talking
1: about? That shit charted. It was. I gotta it was. Look. I
0: gotta it was, see.
1: It was loved.
0: Eminem see. can't
1: do no wrong in their eyes.
0: I'm about to look at up first week. Oh, yeah, that joint went crazy. It went crazy. It's Eminem. That joint went crazy. That joint Eminem did 200... can't do no wrong. No, no, this, was, this was back in the day when, when, when numbers could get inflated by a lot of shit. Too, when, but listen, it was Eminem, 267K, can drop 267K, Eminem, dog. Eminem could drop today.
1: It's going to do numbers because he just has that core. And it could be a crap album,
0: but it doesn't matter because, like, they just love him. Damn, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers did 300k first week. Damn, listen, and that's again,
1: that can be strictly off-name. I uh, listen, I hold this. The reason why I don't think Carter 3 is better than Carter 2 because I think Carter 2 was so good that it created that level of anticipation for the Carter 3. What you're getting is. Is the is the anticipation based off of how good the Carter Two was? And it says nothing about the quality of Carter Three. It was a good album, but it was definitely not better than Carter Three. Sometimes the name itself is like a brand thing. We're getting this because we're, we trust the brand. We trust the brand of Kendrick Lamar. We trust the brand of Eminem. We trust the brand of Drake. Even if even if these, if these past few albums have not hit the same. St- Benchmarks of standard of quality that we're accustomed to, it's still going to do numbers because we're just like, listen, he can do no wrong.
2: Yeah. It's crazy, but it's true.
0: Yeah. I give it an eight, dog. I ain't going to move on that. I think I think the album's decent. I got to listen of- to it in the car. I got to listen to it in the car, but from what I heard from the two listeners, because I only listened to it like twice, the front to back, it was. Just, how about, drinking, how, how about
1: this? You, you hold hold that eight, listen to it, and then the next podcast you come, you're gonna have to come back and like reevaluate how you're really, really feeling about the album.
0: All right. That's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Write it in the notes. I mm-hmm. gave it an eight. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come back to that, John. Be coming back. Back to back. But yeah. This podcast has been over three hours long. So we're gonna wrap it up for y'all here, man. Like I said, I don't know when this episode is gonna drop. I don't, because I'm trying to do something special with it. We're gonna drop this alongside with a gaming podcast for you. Maybe do a little double pack joint for y'all and talk about some things. We got an interesting concept for the next episode, which will be episode 71. So y'all might get both of them in the same week, same day. Something like that. It's not going to be dropping the week it's supposed to. I mean, just bear with me, man. We we trying some things out, though. But um, you got anything to say? Closing statement? Uh, no, nothing.
1: We, we had a lot of, like, things to cover, but I'm glad we were, like, back up. We're updated now. We can now start listening to fresh new albums to kind of, like, accumulate for the next music podcast so yes. yeah we'll be
0: listening to Pink Friday in a couple weeks oh, Pink goodness. Friday too wait uh, question is we
1: ever going to get that that Pusha T Gangster Grills? I
2: don't know we ain't going
1: to get that joint is we we, we, we just not going to get it it's Q4 I be checking every Friday dog <laughs> <laughs> i waiting I'm fucking waiting
0: dog I need it <laughs> uh Hopefully, man. You know, Drake just dropped, so he got shit to talk about now. Yeah. He got yeah. shit to talk about. Yeah, he do. You, you know what Pusha T like to do. Besides rap about cocaine? He liked to he like to he like to talk about Drake.
1: Between I'm coke bars. Here and I'm here for it. I'm here for yeah, it. I'm
0: here for it. Yeah. And then we about to get a new Kanye album, apparently. Apparently he's doing like a collab with Ty Dolla Signs. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Kanye. I mean, greatest, I'm hide right on it. The, the, the Picasso of our time. The Walt yeah. Disney. The Steve Jobs. <laughs> Walt Disney, nigga. The male version of Oprah, nigga. We, listen, dog. All <laughs> right. I'm done dick riding. Y'all have a good day. This has been episode 70. Of the inferno gaming podcast we got 30 more to go till we hit uh 100 so we got like what about another year probably hey t- until we hit 100 and that'll be a good john so
1: we can probably crank out a couple more of these johns okay retrospectives on the
0: way Yeah, next retrospective we'll give you a little hint yeah i mean we'll give you a little hint mm, you give them a hint give them we a hint. already Don't told him the title
1: we already told him what the next retrospective was
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So look forward to that. O.J. and Kush, baby, it's coming. All right, y'all. Peace out to the next one. Make sure y'all check out the links in the bio and stuff like that. Check them shits out. All right, y'all. Peace out.